Okay, okay, red menace. Yeah, yo, I'm still here. Get my shovel, not the pit boy. About to pump a lot of piss poor kids in the Discord. Distort all the views, twist them an inch towards my favor. Time saver, I'm a tele. Yeah, is a tough scene. This tab not being muted, but also us being live. So, hello, welcome everyone. A uh, little bit of technical. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit of technical difficulties tonight. Uh, Avatar has just like stopped working. So you, they're, I'm, I'm, I'm camless. You're not gonna see Cat Av. You're not gonna see Sock's wife. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not great. It's not great. We're not, uh, we're not doing, we're not, we're not doing great tonight. But um, otherwise, spiritually, we're doing great. Um, it's finally cold again. I know y'all have been cold this entire time, but me down here in the dirty, it was, uh, it's been hot. In I fact, mean, honestly, it hasn't been that cold up here in Maryville. Yeah. Uh, y'all were going to get some snow I saw, uh, in a next week, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Mm, excuse me. Let me just throw up real quick, if you don't mind. Um, hmm. Anyways, we're going to run away to the, the beefy boys. Uh, your favorite show, my favorite show, everyone's favorite show. My favorite show. My favorite. No, well, no, my favorite show is a football show, but this is my second yeah, my... favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, oh, man, we got a sad one tomorrow night, don't we? I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow night. Anyway, we have a long one here tonight. That's what she said. Um, a lot to talk about, so let's not fuck around anymore, and let's just dive right into it with... Uh, this week in food, which is the, which is what we're now going to call this, which we decided five minutes ago. So we'll start off, of course, with a little bit of a snack check. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Prude, because he's always got something, he's always got something good. Uh, well, right now I just have, like, leftover half, half a burrito from earlier, and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, California burrito, which is carne asada, french fries, etc. Uh, you know, cheese. Um, otherwise, I've got a, uh, I've got some other snacks that I need to pick through. I, I like, like, has been the case for the last couple of weeks. I've been stealing a lot of shit from work, so <laughs> a lot of, I have a lot of options as far as like, uh, like chips and uh, jerky, dried fruit, chocolate, etc. Right. So, okay. So that's pretty good. Suck. Uh. I don't. I don't have any snacks that I'm eating tonight, but I do have food I ate earlier in the day. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, I, of course, got my tea, as always, and that's about it. Yeah, you talked about it earlier, so, you know, Suck, of course, as everyone knows, huge Chinese guy. Probably number one Chinese guy, maybe. Um, well, maybe. I'd, I'd argue that. Yeah, I would I, actually, that's too. That's why I call him Xi Jinping. Do, do, no one calls do, me that. Do you call him? I don't think, I you, I don't think I've ever heard... No, I don't, I don't... Anyway, so you hit up Empire Garden. Was that the name of it? That is the name of it. All right. Walk us through it, man. All right. So local joint here in Maryville. Uh, nice 4.2 stars on Google Maps. Highest rated Chinese joint in the area. So I figured how bad could it be? I pop, They got a nice website. They got a nice order online thing. Of course, I do takeout because I'm not paying delivery fees for mm -hmm. one person. Uh, so Saturday, like, two o'clock so I can get their lunch deals, which is pretty based. So you pull up their website and it says for their lunch deals, uh, I specifically get the sesame chicken. I feel like that's a very easy thing for places to make and a good thing to judge off of. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed, 
based on the website, it's supposed to be sesame chicken fried rice and an egg roll. What I got was sesame chicken brown rice and an egg roll. And like, I would have accepted white rice, but fucking brown rice, man. I feel like brown rice is like grounds for a really bad Yelp review. Like we've talked about this before and like, like stupid, annoying white women do Yelp reviews. It's like, oh, I went here and they, you know, didn't look at me right. One star. No, 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 no. That's not it. Brown rice, though. That is that's that's bad review territory. I think justified. I agree, well, and like it's Chinese food, like fucking brown rice. What? Yeah. They what? Didn't, so they didn't give you the option of white rice. They just straight up gave you brown rice. Yeah. Well, the on the order itself, it says fried rice. So like, I expected fried rice. Right. Well, yeah, that and would make more sense. If a place doesn't, a Chinese place doesn't have fried rice, I would expect it to be giving me white rice. But right. Well, so anyway, true. yeah. The rice was a massive disappointment, of course. And then the sesame chicken, it was all right. It wasn't the best sesame chicken I've had by any means, so that was a real letdown. And then their egg roll just tasted very off to me. I'm a bit of an egg roll oh. snob, and this this one wasn't great. I think I think they might have had a bit too like heavy cabbage in it. Right. So yeah, big letdown. Oh man, what a shame. Hate to hear it. As yeah. I say, well, I actually hit up my Chinese place uh, Friday and it was as good as ever. So um, that's going to be that would be the one thing, right, that I that I would miss about this area. Right. Mm. That's it. Because because as we said, like there's some good places up in that area, but I just don't feel like there's any like one solid, like hard hidden pipe hidden place. And, well, there might be. We just haven't. It just hasn't been. It just hasn't revealed itself to us spiritually yet. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some exploring at different Chinese joints over the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, solid segment actually. So, yeah, if, if Chinese is like it's one of those things that is so ubiquitous, but I feel like it's just it's so easy to also to fuck up, which is crazy. Yeah, a lot of places have heavy variations on like the basics. Yeah, yeah, because as we've gone on before, like I've noticed in a lot of places, like some places, lo mein uses round noodles and then some places use like flatter square noodles that's what my place does so that's quite kind of what i'm used to and then when i see a place that does you know round noodles i go oh what the fuck mm. jackson jack saying it's called jack's golden gong cafe i'd eat there mm. i'd eat there at least a little, once or twice a week actually. well maybe I've seen Jack's food, and it might be a bit too California for me, but that's true. He'd probably put, he'd he'd find a way to put grass clippings on your food. Yeah, flat noodles are way better. Jack saying, "Yeah, of course, flat like flat noodle supremacy, man." You can't you flat can't, chest supremacy too. So you can't say. see it, but I'm Zeke Heiling hmm. flat noodles. Hmm. The fl- the the flat noodle Reich. For legal reasons, that's a joke, of course. Uh, <laughs> For legal reasons, that is certainly a joke. Uh, yeah, had a little bit of chili tonight. Um, I know I get shit for this every single time, but I'm going to keep saying it. I've become a big chili over spaghetti noodles guy. Hmm. What the fuck? I know, I know. I get that every time, but it's it's honestly pretty good. Now, I'm not going to go full Cleveland Skyline Chili shit where they have the... Uh, yeah, see, I'm, I'm literally getting death threats over this. I'm literally getting death threats over this. Yeah, it's deserved. No, it's not. It's good. Try it. 
It is, it, try it. It why is you, good. Why don't you just be normal and put it over, like, rice or something? Why don't you just be normal and kiss my ass? No. Oh, okay. That's fair. Uh, no, I, I it, you know what, it's, you know, I, I'm not fighting this battle. I know I'm right. I don't have to, I don't have to, like, justify or defend myself. I know I'm right. I am in the right here. You people who have never tried it are obviously in the wrong. So... How about you, you make chili instead of putting on spaghetti? You put it on hot dogs. I mean, yeah, that's a good option too. I just didn't have yeah, any. Or just yeah. straight up eat some chili. I mean, come on. I, I just feel like chili in and of itself is just a little. It really sane. depends on the type of chili because I feel like the more meat focused the chili is, the more it can be had on its own. But like, if yeah. you do like a, if you do like one of those kind of more beany chilies, which I know some people don't do yeah. that, but like if you do that sort of thing, I feel like it kind of needs an accompaniment. I I just. I feel like every time I mention this, I like hit a nerve or something with people. And and it's like, well, well I'm I a pretty tried. heavy, like, fucking regular ass spaghetti sauce with meatballs. You're a chili. Stuff. You're a chili fundamentalist, is what you're saying. Yeah, chili. If I'm having chili, it's pretty much just chili. All right. All right. I'm just saying, dude. Look, if you haven't tried with spaghetti noodles, try it. Just try it just once. Just just once. You don't have to like yeah, I'm, it. I'm going to be real with you. I won't. All right. Well, I'll I'll just let you know when, the, when okay. chili is served in the White House, there will be noodles. So mm -hmm. y'all can just deal with it. Fucking. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this has become too contentious. Let's let's fucking move on into let's move on into some. Uh, well, just the show, I guess, itself. First thing we we'll talk about tonight, uh, Niji Sanji Ian, first graduation. Uh, Yugo, I actually don't know what the fuck their name is. Yugo. Slavia? Yugo who? <laughs> Yugo, Yugo Asuma. Yugo Asuma, yeah. Uh, Yugo Asuma. You, you go watch Hollow Live instead. <laughs> yeah, get it, get her ass. Uh, Yugo Asuma was, I think, part of the first male wave? It was in Noctix, whatever the fuck it's called. Okay, then yeah, that was the first one. Um, now I'm 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 doing I'm searching around here and let me pull this up on screen. And the first one actually was fucking saying that like they got fired, but this is from Dote e, dot esports. No, the the Niji annou official announcement was that he got fired. Oh, okay. So then, okay, I didn't. They, they, they said it kind of euphemistically, but it was definitely a situation where it wasn't like a normal, like voluntary. I, I've never heard of dot esports, but I mean, well, I'll read it. So, yeah, Yugo Asuma, and like I said, they're part of Noctis, and I think that was the first male branch. But Yugo wasn't actually a male. Yugo is like it's a, it's a Japanese girl. Um, but she's very like androgynous, so and it's Niji Sanji. Right. So I mean, well, the the rats related to the fact that like they thought that it might be like a a lesbo or like a a female to male, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, individual who uh, was playing the role, and that they resented that like like how they were being cast or whatever, like that was part of the problem or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, so it's not saying what this. So it was saying he, he it's they. All right, fine. Saying that they were let go because of unacceptable behavior, but it doesn't mention what that unacceptable behavior was. It's so, probably just being a member of Niji. Well, wow, I remember there's they up. had a track record of kind of like 
apparently bad manners in certain collabs or something um yeah well i mean so do, so do a lot of the other ones well and then also just like weird like manhara moments you know on stream oh, i guess like, okay. i don't know like, i it's... i'm gonna be real with you i know oh okay so i'm sorry i'm reading it now they were actually i think they were part of the second waves because albin Knox and donnie briscoe they were um they were that second one so it wasn't that first one was uh vox and uh who else i forgot but yeah no it's 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 weird i will say that of all the people i thought would graduate first this one makes the most sense right this and this and uh uh ah crap what was that one i liked and then i hated fuck what was her name i don't know nina millie no, no i still like millie fuck i can't remember her. i legitimately can i'm not doing a bit the I fish bitch no, not Fanana. Fanana's okay. She has her own place. The ghost girl. Raymu. Oh, yeah. Like, if you told me Raymu was graduating, I would have also gone, yeah, okay. Like, she does terrible numbers. Scarla also does terrible numbers sometimes. Scarla has this thing where she either, she's either do it, she either has like 5,000 viewers or 500, and there's no in between with her. So, uh, very, very niche fan base, I think. But, but yeah, no, Yuga makes sense. I have never once watched any of the males. We've been over this many times, but all the Niji males suck because they're Fujo bait. Unlike the Hollow Ian males, hollow, sorry, Hollow Stars Ian, uh, are like the opposite of Fujo bait. They're just like broken. Yeah, especially when like some of them kind of have really fucking ugly models. So they're not even like capable of being Fujo bait. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Vesper. I mean, his model is big oof, man. Uh, it's a, it's a rough model, but I mean, he's a good guy, obviously. And he, he came back to, uh, recently. I think we talked about that, uh, last week though. Yeah. yeah he just, he just like yelled at one of the managers to sh shut the fuck up or something, which, you know, burst. but yeah, no, this is, I, I'm going to come out and say it. I don't care. I, I just don't give a shit. Oh, it looks like we got a little, oh, just a little, little spam in the chat. Hmm. I always forget how to. Alright, you click on their name. Yeah. Ban. Fuck you. We got a spammer. That's kind of a yeah. dub. It is a little bit of a dub. Like when you get a spammer, it means like you're at least on someone's radar, you know? <laughs> that was the biggest cope of all time, so. Uh. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm going to move on. Nobody gives a shit about this person, so. You know who we uh, do care about? And I don't know if y'all noticed in the notes, but I miss I misspelled his name. I didn't do that on purpose. That was completely Freudian. Uh, but I am proud to announce, boys, WoW is fucking saved. Chris Metzen is back, baby. Let's hmm. fucking go. Blizzard has announced that Chris Metzen, a veteran Warcraft, Starcraft, and Diablo designer, has returned to the company as a creative advisor after several years away. In a post on the World of Warcraft website, Warcraft General Manager John Height said, It is with great joy that I announce Chris Metzen has joined the Warcraft leadership team as creative advisor. Chris's focus initially will be on World of Warcraft, then his work will expand to other projects across this growing franchise. Translation. We had to bring him back to completely unfuck our game. So, um, this is kind of exciting. Uh, obviously, Chris Metzen... I won't say that he was the only reason WoW was good, because obviously there was a lot of shit that he was involved with that was really bad. 
Uh, I think he was behind a lot of the wad shit. The he, of course, in he, him and his self insert thrall, which had to be involved in literally fucking everything, was very yeah, annoying. To be fair to Wad, I think Wad would have been really good if it didn't have all its content cut. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's true. We anytime Wad is mentioned, we always have to keep it in context of how much was taken out of Wad and how we look at it in that light. If Wad, yeah, if Wad had the Shatrath raid, if Wad had Feral planes of Feralon, if Wad had the fucking Ogre Continent, probably top five expansions all time, but it didn't. Um, and I guess yeah, if we if we look at Wad in the context of just the story. The story wasn't that bad. I think that a lot of old problems with the game seem kind of quaint relative to the more recent problems. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard to be that mad about Watt anymore because Shadowlands yeah. exists. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, it's hard to even be that mad against Cataclysm anymore. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in the long run, Cataclysm's sins are pretty mild. It's like, okay, it was, it was mostly suffering from the crime of being kind of a, just a fucking boring expansion. Like, mm -hmm. it didn't really do much, but, like... It just, it, it committed a lot of sins, but they weren't, like, unforgivable sins, right? No. Like, it was, yes, its primary sin was it was boring. Uh, another sin was that it had its last raid that lasted way too long was terrible, and then its lore was just kind of question mark. I mean, I can't really point to a single plot point about Cataclysm other than, well, Dragon Soul. And Dragon Soul just felt like something they wrote, you know, in the witching hour to go, uh, fuck, let's wrap this up. Uh, he dies and he gets sucked in the maelstrom. Yep, it's over. Um, interestingly enough, that's uh, funny that we should mention the Cataclysm storyline because... The Cataclysm storyline actually kind of gets invalidated by Dragonflight, of course, because Dragonflight is all about the uh, aspects getting their power back. So, Well, yeah, it undoes that. I mean, I guess yeah. in a way, though, Cataclysm set it up to mm -hmm. like that. Oh, we have to go do dragon shit in the Dragon Isles now. Mm -hmm. We're tired of being like bitch made. But yeah, um, about Chris, back to Chris Metzen. Having him join the Warcraft leadership team, which, by the way, I would fucking just be ecstatic to find out who's on that, because I feel like that would explain a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really hope they're bringing him in. It says creative advisor. I, that makes me worried that they're just bringing him in for hype and that he just as an advisor, he's he, all his ideas will just get shot down. Like, because whoever is making the decisions right now in WoW is obviously making uh, extremely poor decisions. Um mm -hmm. So, I mean, do we think I joked about WoW being saved, but do we think this has this will have actually any lasting impact? Well, if they so to your whole the people making decisions fucking suck. Like, to be honest, a lot of those people making those decisions got like sacked during the whole like blizzard rape stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like the new ones have kind of been the ones, you know, pushing Dragonflight and all the new stuff. So I if they're like if they the if the current group of people in charge, like the John Hyde, who the fuck is that guy? I no and whatnot. Idea. I was hoping you'd know. Uh, I mean, he's... I, I think he's the guy who, like, replaced J. Allen Brapp, who got fired and those whatnot, and, like, uh... J. Allen Brapp. Mike Morheim, from what the, the, who was before him. Hmm. But I liked Mike Morheim. I, I did, too. But I'd like, I'd like to think man. that 
So they did recently say, like in one of their Dragonflight interviews, that they're, of course, they did kind of fuck this up with the whole Jailer bullshit, but they're now like a new team, new blood, and they want to like properly craft a 10-year story instead of whatever the fuck happened with Shadowlands. And I'd like to think them hiring back Chris Metzen is part of that. Yeah, okay. Well, that does that ties a little bit into what you were talking about last week, then. I think uh, with Dragonflight, their gameplay team has had a good showing in terms of, like, like better design choices compared to previous recent expansions. Um, I think that if, if there's anything that they need fucking uh, Chris Messon for, it's probably just how to write, like, characters that aren't shit, because... I feel like they can't write cool characters anymore, and like well, every character is just like a weird, like, like you know, gay marriage. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I would agree, and I want to. I would even go as far to say as I think that's why the most like cringe parts, like you said, like this very forced, like you know, oh, this character's gay, and that's their entire personality, comes from the fact that there is no like defining big characters other than, of course, the dragons who were already set up characters. And as much as we like to dump on Chris Metzen that he is good at making characters who are very memorable thrall very memorable obviously uh, maybe a, maybe a little too much in some regards but yeah i mean i mean maybe and and because the overarching story of dragonflight is not bad um it's okay the regionalized stories were not terrible either I like to like mostly side quest characters that have been really shit. It, it I yes, like... I I think I think that's it. Um, but even so, like even the main story characters in Dragonflight are a little bit forgettable. Like, I, I mean, granted, I did skip a lot of cutscenes, but even still, you should be able to kind of like gather some of what's going on through osmosis. And well, even also, then. I, yeah. It's like I, I can't tell you who the like the big non dragon character. Oh, no, I can. That fucking dwarf bitch that's ugly as hell. Oh I, my god, I hate her. You know, I, she's like I I like dwarves and all, but I definitely in this case I'm a little envious of the horde because they got the uh, they they their version of Toddy is like the uh, the elf lady who has kind of the mommy voice. Oh, Hanja. Yeah, like I, you you uh. You hear her speak at at the very first quest, basically of the of the expansion. When you when you come up on the shores and you meet uh, uh, Syndrax or whatever for the first mm-hmm. time, you know, uh, greeting you there, she she has this manner of talking that's very kind of like Ara Ara. Speaking uh, of mommy, we do need to bring up the fact that they have a literal voice line in game when you like talk to Alistraza. That is her saying, "Do you think I have big mom energy?" Ooh, ooh, we don't I mean, like that. We don't I mean, like that. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, she kind of does, but she does. But that's that's like, oh my god, that's one it... of those things that like, because this World of Warcraft, obviously, as an MMO, as a long running MMO, is going to be around for a long time. How is that quote going to feel in ten years? Fuck, how well, is that quote going to feel in five like, years? I. Of cultural uh, to the times exactly um i'll i'll use this example and i know i know the community loves to roll their eyes when i do this but uh i'm gonna use an example i'm gonna use an example from runescape um but it, it is a fairly relevant thing uh a couple of years ago in 2017 they added like this whole new continent named zaya 
right? It was like the first big, it was the first big content thing they, they ever added, right? Um, in fact, it was the first new continent in the history of the game. The th first off, it sucked. But then they had all these like cultural references scattered throughout the continent. And it, at the time in 2017, they were like, oh, haha, I get that. But people even at the time said, okay, this game has existed for 20 years. This joke is not going to make any sense in 20 years because it's it's not a long lasting reference, right? Because in, in a lot of games, there's there's plenty of references to things, but they're like cultural zeitgeist moments. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something, but I guess we could use like Jojo as an example, right? The Jojo series is full of cultural references. Stands have names after bands, but it's like none of the stands are named after like mumble, like, you know, mumblecore rappers. Oh, yeah, it's stuff that's old enough have already kind of like culturally kind of like calcified almost. Like, exactly. Kind of set and even the newer stuff that he's he's added is things that is like they it's already reached kind of that level. Right. Right. Um, which Probably I mean, like, the newest the the newest stand names that I could even think of, like I know he had one that was named Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Like that's like of course, exactly. Ones. Even though they're recent, I mean they're uh, they're a proven like thing, right? They, they they're definitely kind of like modern classic status, regardless right. of how how much I like them or not. You know? mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean that's yeah. It, it, to bring it back to the point, big mommy energy. That quote is like even God. I said ten years, five, maybe even three years. That well, quote is gonna yeah. be cringe as fuck. I mean, but yeah. I mean, I get it. the point, but that's, to to even like find that quote, you kind of just have to go to her in the main city and like spam click on her for a bit. So I don't uh, know how. I know. It, 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 I, I get you. I hear you, but idle voice yeah, it's just a, it's just still kind of cringe. Well, I think but, it's also. I mean, like. It's also, I feel like maybe they're intentionally doing this, being that she's, you know, of course, kind of like the, almost like the the mother figure of the dragon. Well, I mean, she's know, literally like, the life binder, yeah. Well, yeah, and then her flight, of course, being tasked with being kind of the nurturing one and stuff. But right. then, like... Shit. But what then at the same time... Me, well, I was going to say, the, same, the, the, the weird part of it is when you look at her actual lore, though, like how, you know, one, one big chapter of her lore was literally just being, like, fucking, like, forcibly bred. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to find out who wrote that particular piece of lore and hire them back immediately. Man, Warcraft used to be kind of fucking dark, huh? It was like always kind of in the implications. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the, the best storytelling is in the implications. So but but yeah, so I mean, but while we're on the topic of Dragonflight, of course, uh suck you have actually recently been doing a lot of the raid which came out this week and you I, i've been hearing you have nothing but good things to say yeah i mean it's it's pretty solid the wow raid team is definitely fully back i've fully cleared normal and heroic a few bosses and mythic uh definitely better than all the shadowlands raids in my opinion nice. which so which is we were talking about great. before the show started like that's that's not a low, low bar because Castle Nathray obviously was to me like top five raids all time. Uh, so to say it was better than that, that's pretty, that's pretty and, big. Uh, the last boss, Razagath fight is very good. It's one of the best end boss fights they've done in a long time, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. 
So that's pretty great. I feel like it's hard to fuck up a Titan raid. And I know there's no Titans in it, but the Vault of the Incarnates is a Titan facility. Um, and I feel like it's really hard to fuck that up. I feel like, was it Old Daz in BFA? Old Deer. Old Deer, sorry. I feel like Old Deer got close to fucking it up, but the aesthetics of Old Deer were pretty damn good. Um, so I feel like that that saved it. Obviously, I mean, proved you're going to you know echo this. One of the best raids of all time, Old War Titan Facility. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's really hard to fuck that up. But you, you of course, are speaking from, like, you know, top, you know, biggest ball nerds. What you're saying is, sure. like, mechanically, design-wise, challenge-wise. Yeah, I mean, even the theme of the fight is pretty sick, because, like, you're fighting this big thunder dragon who's, like, spamming lightning shit at you. and then, That like, is pretty cool. The last, like, few minutes of the fight is just kind of, like, pools of thunder are encroaching on you, increasing, like, getting a smaller and smaller ring. So That's it's got cool. a very, like good feeling last push to it is that mm -hmm. a heck in fortnite reference no what? the the rings in shut smaller. up shut up shut up um so so answer me this does does she actually die uh she does die yes but oh, as wow. she dies the other three dragons do get released yes uh of course and and that's an interesting we can segue that into talking about because we spent a good part of uh, the last episode last week talking about where we maybe saw you know ten point one going, and you said, and I I didn't see it. I'm not I'm not saying I'm doubting you. Just I never looked into it to see the details. But you're saying the next area that we're going to is going to be underground. Yeah. So like the in the cutscenes post raid, it's like the aspects are saying all right we can't just sit around and wait for these three primal dragons to attack us we need to lead the assault and so they choose to lead the assault on the earth dragon since he's like the big defensive guy and there was i guess an encrypted map from a while back that was titled 10.1 like underground realm dragon isles mm -hmm. so that's that's kind of like the leaked like we're probably going there kind of deal that's that's pretty cool, obviously, because we talked about like they've really only done one underground zone so far, and it was it was okay. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It, it was, was probably, decent. That's probably my favorite zone of Kata, to be honest. So, and I think like uh, obviously the underground zone has to be very like like big caves where you can mm -hmm. still dragon ride in. Mm -hmm. But doing it right, I, I think an underground zone could definitely slap pretty hard. I mean, it's kind of cool that we might, like, WoW might be about to get its its version of, like, Blackreach from Skyrim. That's that's kind of cool. I said, of course, it would be very cool if there is a seamless transition. Like, so just a big sinkhole open somewhere, and we can just, you can just literally just dive bomb into it and keep flying. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. I think it would be, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to put money on that, certainly. I, I'm certainly not going to put money on it. Uh, I would like to dig into that, actually. I mean, it, it's an encrypted map, you said, of course, so I'm guessing it was probably just the name got leaked. Yeah, it was just the name. Um, it's It might not even be on MMO Champion. This was a WoWhead post. Yeah. I can find it for you. Nah, I, I was going to look up some other stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's actually pretty cool. And like I said, because one of the biggest bag-fumbling moments, I think, of Blizzard... Yeah all time of course and we've talked about this ad nauseum is how they fucked up Azure and the roop right right uh that was supposed to be the first underground zone uh and to the point that it's it's in the files or parts of it are in the files 
And I, I never really quite got the story. I think it was just like a, it was just a time thing. And it was like, we've got enough. Push the expansion. Don't bother with us. Which is a real shame because, I mean, if you look at the Warcraft 3 story, Asjul and Rube played a huge part of it. And it kind of ties everything. It, it ties the Old God story and the Lich King story together, right? Because otherwise, they're kind of two disjointed narratives. And it might, yeah. it might have been one of those things where it would have actually made sense because, of course, the long-running... Do we, do we call it theory or fan theory or whatever? Is that... And this, of course, keep in mind, this was way before any of the jailer bullshit. Was that perhaps Yogg-Saron some in some way influenced the Lich King because of course Ice Crown Citadel is made of the metal that is found in Northrend, which is Serenite. Yeah. Which is literally Yogg had like a small affinity for like kind of death magic shit too as far as yes. old gods go. He so. did. He did, yeah. Um man, fuck. <laughs> that would have been that would have been a much better story than the fucking jailer. God. I feel like when you put it in that context the jailer thing feels like some nerd at Blizzard. Like after all the the rapist and breast milk chuggers got fired. Sorry, rapist air quotes. I mean that hasn't been proven in a court of law yet. So, um, got fired. Someone was like rummaging through old boxes and they found a binder that said like the master plan, right? And it was just a bunch of lore points that had gotten cut at some point. And they were like, wow, wait, this is really cool. We could make an original character out of this. Everybody would love. And that became the jailer. And that's why he's connected to everything, right? Because it was literally all these. Pl- wow, fuck, the more I say this, the more it kind of makes sense. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's one of those things like. I mean, it kind of does make sense because the jailer, like, he had a hand in everything, so it would have made sense if these were just disparate plot points. Go ahead. Didn't didn't uh, a lot of that stuff about Blizzard come out after Shadowlands was launched or at least yeah. developed? So yes, but a lot of people had already left. Remember, a lot of people left right after Legion or during Legion. That's when, that's when Metzen left, I believe, was during Legion or right after Legion. So I, I think a lot of, in fact, uh, yes, a lot of people did, but I think a lot of the people that got named and shamed specifically, like uh, Afrasabi, Afra, I can never say his name, I think he'd already been gone too. And he was one of the big lore guys. Metzen was one of the I've big seen, lore guys. I've seen Afrasabi blamed a lot for Shadowlands, but then some people say he might have left soon enough that it shouldn't have mattered. Insane. Yeah, I mean, Metzen himself, like, there are people out there that are pissed that Metzen is back because, I mean, I think Metzen was part of the accusations, but get fucked, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, I think Blizzard's that. a little bit signaling that they just don't really give a shit. Um, because, kind of yeah, I mean, it, it kind of is. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at the the Wowpedia article for it. Um, Alex Afrasiabi Afer- is his name. Uh, the last thing he was credited on was Legion, yeah, so... Uh, but he it does say he was terminated in 2020. I think it just might have been a thing is he just kind of stopped working directly on stuff and might have gone to do something else. So, uh, because, I mean, I, we've talked about this before, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm not doing an old thing, good thing. That's not what I'm doing. But Legion was the last, the great, last great expansion. I mean, Dragonflight, you know, maybe, maybe. 
But I think we can all agree that BFA and Shadowlands were complete turds. Yeah, yeah I mean, there were definitely fun points in BFA, oh, sure. but they were definitely definitely not a top-tier expert. No, and, and BFA, of course, still shined in comparison to fucking Shadow Shadowlands was irredeemable, top to bottom, top to bottom. BFA at least had very good zone design. I mean, uh, Prude, you were just talking the other day about Drus the Drusfar area. Yes, maybe. Mm -hmm. I oh my god, I okay. Well, uh, the Alliance area I think is really good. The Colteran area is really good. The northern yeah, part of yeah, it is really I like, good. I like that stuff. When then what I was saying is you specifically were talking about the Drustfar thing. You liked it. Yeah, I thought that area was cool. Yeah. You know, apparently, uh, I was reading the other day that apparently in order to get, like, kind of the gruesome aesthetic that they had in, like, Dressvar and then the Blood Troll area, they apparently had some Diablo team members work on the art for those segments. Incredibly based. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the swamp area of the Horde zones was really good. I talk about uh, specifically that one area. I can't remember the name of it, but it's, like, the the skybox permanently has like this massive blood moon in the background uh yeah, yeah actually now that you mentioned a diablo team that actually makes a lot of sense because it is metal as yeah. fuck so yeah i mean that's where they were summoning goon the old uh, the blood mm. gods yeah yeah and oh my god and how could we forget the the quest area where you're literally questing in like the decayed corpse of like one of the troll gods the turtle Big turtle. Oh yeah, that's metal as fuck. Yeah, that's metal as fuck. Uh yeah. I, I, I hope, I hope, him coming back is a signal of great things to come. Obviously, I'm not gonna hold my breath, but you know, fuck it, I want to believe. So. You know Don't what else? Wheel. You know what else I wanted to believe? I wanted to believe that the Fortnite My Hero Academia collab was going to be good. Right. No, that was and your I, first mistake. And I was let down. What? What a disappointment. Uh, obviously, you know, My Hero Academia is... Gay as shit. Mid. Well. But the Dragon Ball event just a couple of months ago was a certified banger, as the kids would say. This one sucks. <laughs> this one just sucks. So first off, all right. So in classic fashion, there's four skins. One of them's a girl. The other three are male characters. Interestingly enough, well, I was going to say, interestingly enough, there's usually like a villain as one of them. Bakuga isn't really a villain, but then I guess Beerus. Well, Beerus was a villain at one point in the Dragon Ball and then Vegeta was also a villain, but none of these guys were ever villains. All Might's certainly not a villain, and then Bakugo is just an asshole. I was upset by Urogravity's uh, skin. I feel like they like really didn't give her enough detail or something. They didn't give enough detail, but then also it's all of the skins are just their superhero versions, not any other, not anything else. True, true yeah. Which is bullshit because. The Dragon Balls all got different versions. Uh, several, actually, kind of, because they could power up and the hair changed and everything. Uh, I think Beerus might have only gotten one version, but, I mean, that's he was only ever one thing. Bulma got two versions. Vegeta got two versions. And then I think Goku got three versions, didn't he? 
Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I don't want to. I'm not gonna play a Fortnite to find out. I think. Yeah, I think he got like regular Super Saiyan and the Super Saiyan Blue or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Deku has one version. Bakuga has one version, and then Ura Gravity has one version. All Might does have two. His All Might version, and then his regular not All Might version. That's it. I mean, the, the Bakugo skin has slightly different styles, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. And then the Deku has like the version that has like the power lines for his like his fucking shit. That's so, so that's so low effort though, and that's that's a that's oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I was I was incredibly disappointed by this. I thought it was gonna be cool. Uh, I didn't get any of it. I do like the uh, Nezu back piece that comes with the all. Yeah, that's that's the only really good part that I saw. And I went, holy shit, that's cool as fuck. Um, but I probably won't buy it. So. Ah, all right. How deep in are we? We're, f we're OK. All right. I was hoping we could we would keep this first bit a little bit short because the next bit uh, is going to take a while. So. Boys. It's about that time of the year, ain't it? Sure is. Well, not really. It's two weeks away, but one of them is Christmas Eve and the other is New Year's Eve. And we're not going to have a show on Christmas Eve. And our New Year's Eve show will be you know, not about this. So we're going to go ahead and do it. Anime review. Fall 2022. I believe at the beginning of the season, I define this as anime is fully back. I think I, I think I said that, and uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. The like all the top nine, well, save for two. The top nine animes are all like an eight and above on Mal right now, and one of them is a nine, and another one is very close to being a nine. Uh, and I think would be I think would be a nine if it just was. Uh, Mal has a, a bad habit of uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood fans review bombing other shit to keep brotherhood at top, which is so stupid but whatever it is and the bleach anime is actually 9.10 which is the highest outside of uh brotherhood and it was for a while above brotherhood but yeah they managed to bring it one point below mm -hmm. yeah uh so let's just dive right into this obviously chainsaw man kind of the hype of the season I'm going to say it fully lived up to the hype. God dang. <laughs> well, I've now, seen it looks good. I I came into this and I had I, I knew nothing about it. Nothing. You two briefly explained it to me in very vague terms. Uh, and I think I said to myself, oh, OK, that kind of sounds stupid. Um, holy shit. <laughs> like, OK, so first off, let's let's say this. The story it's interesting. It is. It's very interesting. What sells this show more than anything is what MAPPA did with this show. I mean, this is ufotable levels of pristine just Kino. I, I think it's fair to say. Um, fucking hell, man. This is, I mean, it's just, it is literally one of the hypest animes I've ever seen. I, I, I think, and I think that's fair to say. It is really good. But then also, yeah, the story is just kind of crazy, but it's really good. And it's going to get so much better because I, I did read a little bit. I had on some of the information on it, like Nerd. a little bit like the backstory, like apparently the world. like So the world that Chainsaw Man exists in is like 10 shades of fucked up. Like 
Uh, the USSR still exists for some reason. And but then like a lot of tragedies have gotten forgotten or something because I won't yeah. get into too many details, but it's it's very strange. I do think it's <laughs> I do think it's very funny that there's apparently a Holocaust devil. <laughs> and Base? that uh, that that's like a plot point at some I don't know. That's it's very weird. Um, the characters in this are first off, I just want to point out from the from point the very first time I saw her, I went this Makama bitch. Fuck her. Fuck her. Because I remember a bunch of like Reddit tars were like, oh my god, mommy. Like, no, I'm not, bro. I know a crazy bitch when I see one, okay? Like, this bitch is insane. And I, I'm starting to look a little correct, you know? Starting to look a little correct. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw like a bunch of Reddit people like kind of molding over the fact that like the main character guy is like a horny teen and they didn't like the fact that they displayed him as like oh i want to do shit to touch debts or whatever yeah which is like i mean dingy is maybe one of the most relatable characters in all of anime like he has no grand aspirations like his whole thing is just like well he is a teenager he's like what 16 17 or something yeah so i mean his 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 thought process and justifications are like oh yeah i, I, I fucking feel that man especially given what he's been through i mean the kids like he, he grew up like eating like fucking bread just bread for every meal so when he finds like finding that like jam exists he goes oh my god this is the greatest thing i've ever experienced in my life now i want to touch someone's boobs it's like yeah man i fuck with that hard i fuck with that hard man so uh best girl obviously i think we can all agree can we uh can we can we who's best girl uh if you ask me it's kabini oh okay well maybe we can't agree on this suck who's best girl uh power okay so apparently we are in a three-way split right now because i like the eye patch girl so i don't even know her name i don't either i just know her as eye patch girl well, uh, why would you want to know a woman's name dude yeah for real <laughs> I know, I know Pomu's name, and that's the only name I need to know. Um, yeah, no, I, I love this. Is this okay? This is only twelve episodes. That's incredibly depressing. Fuck. Is there? I mean, Chef is. Uh, I think it's already been confirmed for another season. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, this is. I think this is one of like the biggest animes in recent memory. So, right. uh, it is very depressing that we're coming up on the end of it, but. Uh, holy, f holy shit. I forgot. Oh, I forgot if Power was voiced by, I'm not going to try and say this girl's name. I froze. I like how I said, I'm not going to try and pronounce it. And then I tried to pronounce it. What was this girl's deal? Was it just that she had a strange name? Oh no, it's that she was Jolene. That's what it was. Yeah. And she kind of fine. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if uh, Chainsaw Man was my anime of the season, but pretty good. So I gotta watch it myself. But yeah. oh my, okay. Uh, did you watch any animes this season? I really have just not had the time. Oh my god, fucking you! You're you're just becoming kind of a normie, man. Uh, that's life full-time work dude it's uh, yeah but even normies kind of watch anime these days yeah, so. just, I, I, just, and I, well, we've done this before like you know like with people it's like oh you know full-time work i yeah you know, i've worked full-time before and i you know it doesn't matter but this isn't and this isn't a relevant conversation uh well, it's, yeah there's other like there's other priorities too sure like, sure, sure. Know, work. i mean i guess oh, damn there's a new sex costume oh on god 
Yeah, apparently so. Very nice. Speaking of... Nope, I'm not going to use that segue. Spy Family Part 2. Uh, this one was really good, too. It was just kind of more of the same. But it was good. If it, if yeah, it pretty much. One, I don't... I mean, there's not really much else to say about it. If you liked... If you liked the first part of it, it the second one was really good. And, like, it didn't add a lot to it, but it was... It was really good. So... I did like that they finally animated the, um, the whoops. I dropped this picture of this cute dog meme. Mm. Seeing that, I like that. That was funny. Uh, Mob Psycho 100. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I, uh, I kind of forgot this was on. I like watched two episodes of it and I didn't watch anymore. <laughs> so I can't really say anything about this one, but, uh, yeah, I didn't watch it, but like it's, it's obviously rated highly and it's, you know, it's from the One Punch Man author and like, it's definitely good. I can tell you that. Yeah. I've read the source material. Which is silly enough, you bring a One Punch Man. We actually saw the other day that uh season through One Punch Man season three is gonna come out. Uh and it's it was taken away from the, the people that did season two. Who got it for season three? Do y'all remember? Uh, I think I think I wanna say Mappa. Yeah, I think that was the case. Oh shit, yeah. That was oh my god, holy shit. Yeah. That's actually that's great news then. Cause uh season two was a turd. And un just an unrepentant turd. So that's that's good to hear. Uh Boku oh my god, nope. Mm-mm. Not doing it. We're not talking yeah, about I mean, no, no. that that thing just kind of took an L. Like the fact that it's even at an eight is just like it's Well it's kinda like it's kinda like the Marvel of uh like soy Marvel animation. Right. Yeah. My Hero Academia season six, I just I think it's airing on like Adult Swim now, but fucking who cares? Like, which like it's a real shame because Studio Bones is really fucking good, and I wish they were working on something better. Yeah, like uh, season three of Darker Than Black. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, we're just not even talk about it. It's 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 My Hero Academia. If you're still watching it at this point, you, you really like it. And I still read the source and it's fucking shit. Ah, uh, yeah. And then we were talking about that the other day in the discord. Like, <sighs> like I said, I, I think it, I think it was fair to say that it broke one of the cardinal rules of Shonen's is that you have to keep the training and tournament arcs interesting in between like the big plot arcs. And oh, uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you missing that. Mm -mm. It couldn't to me, do it. Uh, to me, that wasn't even the part. I, for the anime, like, yeah, that, that arc sucks, like where it's at now, but it gets worse, so. Well, oh, I know, but, you know. And that was the thing, it was like, uh, you would watch, like, okay, so specifically, I think it was season, I don't remember. One of them, it was, oh, it was part of, like, the Class A, Class B rivalry training arc. And it introduced, like, all these new characters, and I'm like, oh, my God, I do not care. Holy shit. What actually bothered me with that arc is that many of the class B characters actually have more interesting powers than the class A ones. So it was kind of stupid that like they introduce them and then don't do anything with them. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt so pointless because like they're there. And then because that was the one where it pretty much parlayed directly into the uh, meta human thing. Mm. And it's just like, OK, well, we're just going to. Did you enjoy all these new characters? Because now you're not going to see any more of them for the rest of the season, and we're going to just do a villain arc, which went hard, by the way. And it's like I said, like training arcs suck, story arcs good, but if, as you've said, the story arcs apparently started sucking too. So 
uh, the, the main story gets pretty shit. And that's a shame, like, because you said you said it kind of started coming at like a, a faster pace, like, you know, maybe like it's one of the things where you... Like, well, it, the, the vibe of the series now and the source material is that, like, he's just trying to get it over with, because I think... I think he realizes that he doesn't know how to write it in a good oh. way, so he's like, he's like, fuck this, I'm just fucking finish it. What's uh, what's annoying about that is there's a there's a manga I've been reading. It was just a little web manga from a guy, and I've linked it a couple of times. It was the one about the it was the battered elf manga. Mm. It was yeah. it was the one where the apothecary like bought this elven slave that had been like abused and her limbs were rotting off and. It was it was a very it was very dark, but it was wholesome because he nurses her back to health and it had this really interesting storyline. And like <laughs> there was a chapter and he like the fucking elf police came after him or something. They weren't really police, but it was like the the, the girl's sister that was hunting him down is like, you know, you've done something terrible. You've been exploiting elven magic and selling it. And he's like, you have to come back to our lands. And, you know, once you once you go there, you can't ever leave again. And it's like, oh, geez, I wonder where this is going. You know, fucking and setting up for like really interesting well apparently because of uh, people have said it's because of pixiv's rules changing to like being less friendly to like you know ludity and stuff that he wrapped it up real quickly but literally it was that and then the next oh chapter god there is so much porn on pixiv still there's no way that's true i i think i think they it's, it's something with the monetization where like you can yeah. still post it there but it's yeah. like you, you can't I, profit from it the same way i think that, i think it was something like that but anyway it, it was setting up this big arc and then and it was just the next one is like Oh, we're married and we have children and we lived happily ever after. The end. I was like, brother, brother, what? <laughs> like, can you give me like some context in between what happened there? But apparently he just wrapped it up because, you know. That actually yeah. reminds me a lot of what happened to uh, one of the uh, Shonen Jump series I, was, I read for a little bit uh, that I was trying to get people in on because it was uh, that uh, Hunter's Guild one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that. that was, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty like I thought I had some promise. So I was reading it, but then just it never took off, even though, even though it had some pretty good characters. Uh, and then like he condensed basically the entirety of like what I think the rest of his plan was for the plot into like a couple chapters of revealing that like the characters. So I think the plan was eventually the characters would eventually learn that they were like in like a meta narrative thing, you know, like mm -hmm. like that they were you know basically in a story, you know, like that mm -hmm. was kind of the plan. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, but they like they just at a breakneck pace. They basically just did all, unfolded that whole plot in like a chapter, uh, which honestly it wasn't like as far as having to wrap it up because your series got canceled. It was actually a decently satisfying like a rubbed end, considering just because I was like okay, well I could at least I can understand where they're going with it now. Right. Um. But yeah, that's a shame. I mean, unfortunately, that industry. I think you know the things that people usually watch are popular enough that you don't have this problem. But like. Definitely, if you get into like some of the lesser known stuff, you're gonna see a lot of things that just fall apart or get canceled, and that's kind of well. I think that's the case, especially with shonen, because like there's the most popular uh, manga publisher. Like, what goes in their main magazine is like it's got to be the if it's not the hardest hitting stuff, like they cut it and get some new bigger in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah, they churn through a lot, and I guess that's kind of. I, I think if you're somebody who's like physically, you know, if you're somebody who physically lives in Japan and like can read this shit, you know, and like keep up with kind of the, because you know, if if you're there and you're buying copies of it, you're not just getting the the popular ones that you want to read. You're getting whatever else they're throwing in the issue. So it's kind of like you're probably more in tune with like whatever the fucking like 
shonen metagame is, you know, in terms of like them trying out new series and shit. Um, so I guess that might be one of the appeals actually is like, oh, you get to kind of see see authors play out their concepts and then eventually, you know, sometimes they sometimes they get their big break and usually they don't. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was a lot of words to say that my hero, hero academia sucks, so <laughs> um blue luck was a sports anime so i didn't watch it bleach now yeah. i'm not i'm not a big bleach guy i think i said i was gonna watch this but i didn't but suck uh you're a bleach guy i am i mean okay. i kind of read this the manga a long time ago and i didn't actually watch this but i did plan to so and i still plan to it's just kind of um, I, I it's probably going to be a wait for the whole thing to be out and binge it Okay, yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, obviously, as we were talking about, I mean, it's extremely high ratings to the point that, you know, Brotherhood retards had to review bomb it to get it down, which is super duper cringe, but... No, the production value of that, though, like, I haven't really looked into it, but I remember, like, the original Bleach anime. It was kind of like, like your typical shonen production back before there was, like, all these prestige studios doing this shit, where, like, it, was, it to me, it looked like kind of, like, mediocre animation-wise. Um, I don't know if it's higher quality now or what. I'm not going to by myself, so... Yeah, I mean, it's still the same studio, but... Okay. It's the same studio that's been around, like, making big-hitting animes for a very, very long time, so... What studio is that? Perot? 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 I'm not French. Thank God. Clown. Um... The Eminence in Shadow. Okay. So, when we talked about this in the last one, you said this was good. I believed you. Yeah, and it is. People said it's good. I believe them. But I watched the first episode, and it seemed really fucking stupid, and I didn't watch the rest of it. So, yeah, I mean, if you're not a big, you know, Isekai fan, it, you're probably not going to be a huge fan of this, but it definitely hits pretty well if you are. I just feel like the first episode didn't properly convey that it was that it, that it's like comedic, right? The first episode was right. like very dark, very dramatic, and it wasn't until like the very end that you got like a hint of comedy and very little. So I, I think it was maybe it was just a really terrible first episode to introduce people to the series. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but as you said, you like it. Everyone else says they like it. I may eventually watch it, but I didn't. So many such cases. Many such cases. Two Year Eternity season two. Uh, everyone said that was very good. Uh, again, didn't watch it. Uh, Uzaki Chan season two. I just like. Listen, I, I get it. You're 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 over that kind of slice of life. I get no. I I even like slice of life. We'll get to that in a minute. Actually, about how much I actually like slice of life. But this is—I this essentially just revolves around a girl with huge tits, like. And that I know it's just kind of base. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. I just can't get past that, and it's like, okay, I just didn't really like the first season. It is just—it's—it's it's a, a quiet taste. So, but I speaking though of slice of life, you know what wasn't an acquired taste? Holy shit! I just want to say how I called this, by the way. Bochi the Rock in the fall preview, I 
I said it. I said, Bochi the Rock, that sounds like a dark horse. I think that's my dark horse. And lo and behold. Yeah, Bo I mean, I'm still kind of in, in the boat that is a Cloverworks anime really ever a dark horse? I don't yeah, know about okay. that. But. I, we said this before. Like, the qualification for a dark horse just purely goes on, like, hype. And no one was talking about it. And it well, listened, sure, but that's because, like, anime fuckos are kind of queer losers, especially on this website. That is, yeah, okay, that's pretty accurate. Regardless, called it, I'm the greatest, you can't deny I'm not. Uh, Bochi the Rock. I, I think at first I was calling it like budget K-On, dollar store K-On. That's incredibly unfair. Because this is in a class of its own. Obviously, K-On is like the epitome of cute girls doing cute things, slice of life. This is not. The girls, yes, are cute, but they're also kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so we're getting a little yeah. bit of like, uh, is it a little bit of like a Sobe Ace of Ace or like? A little bit, a little bit. So the titular Bochi air quote, Satori Goto. Uh, is this extremely socially anxious, you know, high school, middle school girl or something to the point that like it's like comical how badly she can't talk to anyone. And she got real fixated real young on playing guitar and she became very good at it. She's like a huge guitar YouTuber or something like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, whatever. But she's still like she wants to like be in a real band. So she's just fucking she would always go to school wearing the, the guitar, hoping like someone would talk to her. It was very cringe because she was she was always like trying she was always trying to put the impetus of like socialization on others and then getting angry when that didn't work, which is really cringe. But that's kind of central to her character and which makes her likable. Eh, yeah, she's likable. Actually, seems like pretty realistic in terms of like how like weird like kind of like the autistic kids in school yeah. would probably behave. So yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a, probably a really good way of uh, putting it. But anyway, through happenstance, as animes will, she does join a band, and the band is all equally fucked up. Uh, the fuck, I love Ryu, the bassist. That's uh, the short-haired blue, uh, blue short-haired girl. Uh, obviously, the very soft, like spoken, deadpan character, my type, as some would say, uh, mm -hmm. and perpetually broke, always mooching off of people. Just, I mean, the the, the characters in this it's it's hilariously funny. I, I just, yeah, I mean, the the good part about that character is like the contrast to her like actual life of her parents being Omega rich. And yeah, she she ended up being that way to rebel against her parents. Yeah. <laughs> and she's always broken. She has to in. She has to fucking eat grass. <laughs> I love her. She's the best. No, Bochi the Rock. I I I I am fully kept up with this. And I it's this and Chainsaw Man were like the two animes this season that like as soon as I saw them hit Plex, I was like, let's go, let's ride. I'm ready to watch this. So. I I cannot recommend this enough. I mean, I I did a whole review thing. I put out a review episode. It was oh my god, this was great anime. This is this is great. I would even say that like I'm not gonna say it's better than K on, but it's um, kind of a different vein in my opinion. Yeah, if you want if you wanted to watch K on, but instead of the girls just being really cute, they were kind of spastic autistic retards. You'd love this because yeah, like Bochi the show is like. 
it's a bit more adult, I'd say, a little in bit. terms of what goes on. Yeah. And like, it's the music is definitely a lot more like rock instead yeah. of whatever the fuck's going on in K-On! Yeah. Whatever you would call that music. K-On! was very much like a feel-good comedy. This is a like comedy that you watch to cringe at a little. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, speaking of cringe, Reincarnated as a Sword. Didn't watch it. Oh, that's a bold thing. Didn't watch it. Did not watch it. I just, I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. I just, I Yeah, know. I mean, I didn't watch it either, but the source material is really good, so that's about all I... It's got decent reviews. Got decent reviews. So, you know, moving on. Mm. Uh, more than a married couple, but not. What the fuck is this? Com. Oh, it's a rom com. Oh, it's. I'm not. We're just gonna move past that. I don't even know what that fucking is. Uh, Urusei Yatsura. So this was a remake of an '80s anime, and I was very interested because the main character, um, whose name is escaping me right now, Lum. Lum is kind of like an iconic character in anime. I watched the first episode and the first thing that struck me was this definitely feels like something. It's very dated. It, it's, even though it's a new anime, uh, newly made anime, it feels dated. Yeah, it's, it's very dated. It's, it's a little yeah. bit cringe. It is. And it's very much one of those things like if you liked the original, you'd probably love this. But if you didn't, and you're not a 40-year-old Japanese person, I just don't think you're going to get it. Um, but, that, that, you know, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to skip a lot of these because I don't... I never even heard of them. Fucking who cares? I wanted to get down to... Uh, the, probably the... No, not the last two, but... Uh, Do It Yourself, which was the hobby anime. Uh, I think we talked about it being good, and it did end up being good. I didn't watch it. But people have said very good things about it. Uh, and then Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. I praised this a little bit at the start, but I I didn't even finish it, honestly. Yeah. It It's not It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's a very good anime. But in the wake of Iron Blooded Orphans, it just feels like a step backwards for the Gundam series. And which is fair. I mean, the Gundam series is nothing else if, and I hate to use this word, but diverse, right? You get a little bit of everything from the Gundam series. Uh, you know, there's there's been comedic Gundams kind of, well, yeah. is that what we're going to call G Gundam? <laughs> um, whatever you would call that there, you know, there's been very dramatic. There's Damn. been romance based. It's just kind of everything. This one, I mean, it's good. The characters are great. It looks good. It, I just can't. I just after Iron Blooded Orphans, everything else is a downgrade. And is that is that unfair to Witch from Mercury? Yeah, maybe. Well, I'll, but... I'll say that uh, Witch from Mercury's had a very active uh, like a thread that I've seen yeah. like recurring. I guess pro probably because it's the Gundam just in general, yeah. but like. But maybe you know, I think it's definitely a, probably appealing to a, a different group too than Iron Blooded Orphans did. Yeah, definitely. Iron Blooded Orphans was definitely more like a uh, a dude anime, whereas Witch for Mercury is definitely trying to appeal broadly. Right. So uh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but have you considered that mech anime just kind of suck? Uh, no, it's controversial. Yeah, that is extremely controversial. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not going to consider that for a second, actually. So, moving on. Well, it's. Oh, well, yeah, you're, you know, that's your opinion. And opinions are like assholes. 
uh arknights speaking of assholes arknights apparently this was a decent anime <laughs> which would make that like the first good gotcha anime which would be crazy um I, yeah, didn't I, mean, watch I just it. don't give a shit about gotcha yeah, anime. I, just, I mean, Arknight's got some cute girls in it, but I just don't care. The story is apparently it, really good. It has Arknight's definitely has some of the better looking character designs of all the gotchas, in my opinion. Wow, now that's a hot take. That's from what I've seen. Are you sure you're not thinking of Blue Archive? I've seen a lot of Blue Archive. Blue Archive's kind of one note because, like, like I said a while back, Blue Archive. It's like the character designs are either like. Like super cunny or super mommy, you know. Like, yeah, and there's like no between. The uh, blue archive is definitely appealing to one type. Well, several several subsets of one specific type of person, and I don't think I need to say any more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Golden Kamoi for season very highly rated, but nobody's talking about it. Shocker. That's just one of those weird things. Like if you like Golden Kamoi, you're you're like dedicated to it. And if you're not, you just don't even know it exists. Um, uh, you know, the premise of it's interesting to me. I might eventually watch it because mm-hmm. uh, the premise is interesting. But uh, yeah, I've, I'm not going to watch a, you know, a random part now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Raven of the Inner Palace. I remember this one because we talked about it and we went, oh, that could be good. Uh, because it was uh, like, I, I believe you originally said this could be one of your dark horses. I did. And I'm looking at the reviews and it was OK. So, I mean, it's that's already an improvement from some of my uh, my Dark Horses last season, which fucking oh god, which one was that? I, let me pull that up real quick. I had one last season and it just absolutely I have to scroll way far down for this, I'm pretty sure. Uh yeah, Buchigiri, remember that? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Currently sitting at a cool 6.02. <sighs> To be fair, I, I believe my exact phrasing was this could either be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. So uh, I was I half right. Oh, I forgot that was a Cancola season two, and apparently it was decent as well. Um, well, that's... yeah, because that's like the best uh, gotcha anime. Hot take. Game. Hot take. Seems but like correct take. Yeah, well. Oh, uh, I forgot that there was a uh, ASMR mic isekai. Mm. That's not words I thought I would ever say. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's get down here into. Oh, yeah. Interesting to note. Isekai Ojisan came back finally from like a two month hiatus. So it's finally finishing off its last couple of episodes. We already talked about it, so I mean, we'll not go back to it, but that is an interesting note. Because <laughs> I've never heard of an anime having to do I think it literally just like ran out of money. Or no, 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 it was, it was COVID. Sorry, it was COVID. Like everyone kept getting COVID and they had to like shut the studio down. It was, it was weird. Uh, Jojo, I tell you what, I haven't watched Jojo and I'm very angry about Jojo oh. because the way they. Uh, Netflix. The way they released it in batches was the worst shit ever. Uh-huh. Uh, if I'd known that it was going to take that long, I would have just waited until the very end to watch it, which right. I think I'm just now going to, I'm just going to go back and start from the beginning and now watch all the way through. 
So well, yeah, because that kind of release schedule is like, what's what's the advantage of dumping it all at once if you have to wait anyways, right? Yeah, like that's stupid. Like either dump dump the entire series or just fucking release it weekly, like everything. Else. Well, I, I don't know this for a fact, so don't quote me on it. But I believe the issue was that outside uh, of Japan was the only place that Netflix was batch releasing it. In Japan, it was still airing weekly, so Netflix legally couldn't dump more episodes before japan saw it so they would dump 20 and then they have to wait 20 weeks or not 20 they dump 10 or however many or 14 it's right there it's literally on the screen in front of me i could have just read so they would dump like 14 reading is kind of gay yeah and then they would have to wait 14 weeks for japan to air them one week at a time and then dump the rest um which makes you which begs the question why couldn't you have just done that so, uh, shout out. Speaking of blue archives, apparently there was a bl- a blue uh, archive Ona uh, featuring like four of the most cunning characters possible. So shout out to that. Nice. Shout out to like ninety percent of these Onas being Chinese shit. Uh, movies. Uh, oh, there was a slime anime. Did we? Did we say that that was an original? Like that's. Uh, like that was uh, an original. We talked story. about it, but I don't really remember. I suppose I could look and tell you, but. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember talking about some of these movies, but uh, I don't remember enough about them. So, we will move on to next season. Now, of course, these don't start for a couple of weeks, but as we said, we are kind of getting ahead of ourselves because we're not going to have shows for the next two weeks. Winter 2023, and I did look a little bit ahead for this, mainly to find a thumbnail for tonight's episode, but there is some bangers in here. All right, so starting off, Vinland Saga Season 2. Of course, this is from Studio Mappa, who, like, apparently just decided they wanted to have the biggest dick in anime, which, you know, based. I never finished Season 1, but Season 1, like, obviously it was very good, but Season 1 was apparently supposed to be just, it was just the prologue. Yeah, yep. season one was literally just the pro. Like, this is the actual story now, uh, which that's kind of weird. Well, uh, so here's the caveat: there is a lot. Of, a lot of people really like the prologue, where it's like yeah. you know, like if if like if you are very picky about what you're into and you like the prologue, there's no guarantee you like the main story because whereas the prologue's kind of gritty and violent, right? I mean, the setting doesn't change in that respect, but the character and motivations do. Like, I know that. The whole thing is like Thorfinn's thing is he eventually becomes basically a pacifist and like uh, his his whole thing is like kind of navigating the the Viking world as somebody who's trying to not be a violent asshole. I mean, yeah, that's kind of an interesting take on it, I suppose. Right. So like that's that's the whole thing about the Vinland Saga name is that like his whole thing is like, yeah, okay, he's trying to survive in this world that's not really like built for that kind of lifestyle but mm-hmm. like based on all the experiences it makes sense but then he's always trying to find his way to vinland i think eventually and interestingly enough i'm looking at the pv for this and to be a map anime i mean this looks like they've got the ct on it like i'm just gonna be honest like if you if i you think do... it's like i think it's accurate to like source art that's fair Oh, they just, just straight up chopped his ear off, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do anything about this. Man, this guy turns into a pussy. I don't know how I feel about this. 
I mean, apparently it's still really good. It's just that, like, if somebody wanted, like, you, you know, if somebody wanted him to be, like, a, like a, I don't know, like an Aaron-style protagonist or something where he just gets progressively angrier or something, you know, like that. And then turns into another cuckold? Well, I mean, we're not, that part of the story didn't happen, so. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot it ended at the rumbling. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I might watch it. Like I said, I never finished part one, so. I I, I liked part one enough. Like, the ending of part one's really good. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, uh, I like it enough that I'll definitely give it a try eventually. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, that song that was playing there was the OP song. Nothing's going to beat that season one OP, man. That That went so hard. And, of course, the ending theme was by my girl Amir so not not gonna beat that uh yeah I mean like you said if you like part one there's no no real surefire way to know that you're gonna like part two but apparently oh he apparently gets a, he's a fucking slave now what oh yeah that's, that's how he starts after that part he eventually oh, okay. gets free he gets free but yeah all right, whatever uh oh my gosh this this is the second season of something i don't really know what this is the misfit of demon king academy that is a long ass title what the fuck um yeah dude it was good wait oh that's oh sorry that's part okay sorry i clicked on the thing uh what only is a 7.30 it's an easy guy dude i don't fucking care i'm just i'm just i don't care I don't care. <laughs> uh, it's not an isekai so much as it's uh, he reincarnated like 400 years later. <sighs> That's kind of an isekai. That's... Yeah, but it's still in the same world because like he was the demon lord 400 years earlier. Right, but here's the thing. You could, you know what? I'm not going to argue this. You're right. Um, moving on. Don't toy with me, Miss Nagata. Oh, I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> like, I... Like this and uh, not Nagatoro, um, Komi-chan and the big tit girl. Like these became such memes and it was so funny and everything. And then the animes actually come out and you just kind of realize that they're mid. And I just don't care. And like, am I wrong to say that Nagatoro wasn't just a kind of an OK anime? Yeah, well, actually, I, I can't speak for the anime, but the manga is actually still really good. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe these like meme mangas are just good in the format of manga. Like maybe that works a lot better. And then when you put it into anime, it just kind of becomes I don't know insufferable. Like drawn out, you know? Yeah, it's like... drawn out. I think the right. Yeah, word. I mean, like especially with the Komi anime, I don't know how well that was rated, but like that doesn't didn't really seem like something that would be translated well to anime for me. Mm -hmm. No, honestly, I... like, kind of one of the, the like the main girl just straight up doesn't speak. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't get very deep into the Komi anime because I just I started watching. And I was like, this is it. That's it. OK. So and then I hate the Nagatoro because the like the main dude's like such a cuckold. Oh, my. He's such a passive little bitch boy. I just cannot stand it. Oh, he's uh, an R student, dude. He's a Chris. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Now, I tell you what I can stand. Fucking Tokyo Revengers, bro. Oh, I'm so hyped for this to come back. This was one of my favorite animes um, in pulling up the uh, thumbnail for this. I always I always laughed because obviously 
Tokyo Revengers had to be heavily edited for the West. Um, I don't know if y'all know why. Why? Sock might know. Uh, I honestly don't remember. Because the logo of the... What is the name of their little group? Tokyo Manji. The Tokyo Manji's gang sign emblem is a fucking swastika. <laughs> oh, right. Isn't isn't like Manji the word for that symbol over there? I think so, yeah. And well, I'm assuming they're doing like the Buddhist thing, right? Yes. It's yeah, it has nothing to do with Nazi Germany. It's literally the Nazi or or not the uh, Buddhist origin of it. Yeah. And in fact, in the manga title, the um Manji symbol is actually in it. So and it's just so funny because like they just went out of their way when you could have just explained that the context is that it's a Buddha symbol. Ah, it's just it's so dumb. And it led to like these just blatant points in the anime, the anime, which is really good, by the way, really, really good. But the editing sometimes would literally take away from the story because like, okay, so there's one where they would like be having a huge gang meeting. And because literally every single person in the gang meeting was wearing the swastika, they would just cut away to like this empty shot of the woods or something. Right. While people were talking. And it's just, it's so stupid. Like it's so, well, like, do, you, do you think in this season they'll finally revenge Tokyo or what? I don't think so, no. From what I've read, I don't I don't think they will. Uh I was so excited because Tokyo Revengers season one ended on such a cliffhanger and it was just like, oh, I gotta see this now. And that was two years ago? That was was it pre COVID? It was a hot minute ago. It sure. it feels like No, it was twenty twenty one, but it feels like so much longer than that. Uh mm-hmm. it feels like so much longer than that. That's crazy, man. But yeah, no, this, I cannot wait for, oh my god, I love Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo, this is frustrating, because I feel like when it came out, I was like one of the only people who was hyping it. So It was extremely large in Japan. Cat Fagota said, hey, it's not football, what I missed. This is not our football show, this is the show where we talk about uh, literally everything else, so that's tomorrow night. So if you want to be here for that one, that's tomorrow night, sorry. Uh, where was I? Bungo Stray Dogs. Oh, God, I don't care. I just don't care. I've never seen Bungo Stray Dogs. I'm probably never going to. Isn't it like a... This is... Is Bungo Stray Dogs... Fujo bait? Or am I thinking of something else? I think you're thinking of something else, but, like, I think I want to say I read the manga, like, when it was first coming out, and, like, it was all right, but... I don't think it's something worth investing your time in. This actually... This looks like Fujo bait. (laughs) To be quite honest, this looks like Fujo bait. Uh, I might be, th- you know what? I'm thinking of a banana, banana, fish. banana fish. That's it. That's big food, bait. But I think this might be two. So I don't know. Don't care. I do care about Bofuri season two. Oh my god. Okay, so I know. Yeah, it's based. Ah, uh, yeah. So here's, you know, we're talking about with this season. It's like, oh, you know, Taylor doesn't like slice of life anymore. I do this one. This is really good. Um, you know, yeah, it's kind of a slice of life. It's cute girls doing cute things in an MMO, but. Yeah, which is kind of bold that you're into the MMO anime because, like, they're borderline isekai. Yeah, that's fair. This one just it was so it was so lighthearted and funny at the same time. Because the way that Bofuri, because what's that? Was it cute and funny? There was there was some cute and some funny. Yes, I can confirm that. Yeah, 
the way that like because the main girl maple like her real persona or whatever didn't play video games and she got convinced by her friend sally to play the game and it's just so funny because she approaches it in the way it's like of someone who's not like a video game player and her motivations and the way she does shit makes sense because <laughs> like it, it makes sense so she gets into it and she goes, okay, it hurts when I get hit. How do I not get hit? Okay, I put a bunch of points into defense. Okay, then she puts all her fucking points into defense. And it's just so it's just so funny. I love this anime so much, man. It's so good. I can't wait for season two. Uh, now, you're talking about ones that have been a minute. This was 2019. No. Well, January 8th, 2020. So, yeah, practically. This was a this was three years, man. What the fuck? I mean, I guess I shouldn't bitch. It's it's actually getting a second season. There's a lot of shows that haven't. So whatever. It's only gonna be twelve episodes again. That's fine. Um, o p n e d. I've never heard it. Junjo no Aphelia, and then Step for Joy by Fram. Can I play these? Can't play them. Uh, I've never heard it. Have you ever heard of Fram? I've never heard of Fran. Nope. So. Is this the Shield Maiden show? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she uses a shield. She is a shield. She has a shield, and she's a maiden. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, this is like Shield Hero. If Shield Hero was a girl, and the anime was slice of life and comedy, instead of whatever the hell it is. Uh, oh my god. Now here, I know. Look, I know I'm going to be completely alone on this. But Inspector's second season, let's fucking go. I realize I am 100% alone on being a fan of this show. But, um, so basic assault about this is what this is is, uh, this girl can like see like spirits or demon, uh, yonkai. That's what they're called, yonkai. She can see yonkai and she likes this guy who can also see yonkai. I don't know. They're all really fucked up and she's super cute. And the the first season got a lot of shit because the like hyped battle at the end of the season was literally and I'm not making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The climax of the season was her shit posting on like an X forum on 4chan i'm not joking <laughs> kind of bad. because the whole like the the point of it was that the ghost they were fighting only existed because she had like been memed into existence like and what's that like a tulpa or something or? yeah it, i think they even used the word tulpa and it's almost in like a chainsaw way chainsaw man type thing wherein like the more someone believes in them the more powerful it is so while he's out there fighting the ghost she's on her laptop like calling people retards on 4chan for believing in it and <laughs> no i'm not joking that's literally how it happened and it got a lot of shit because literally like four episodes were just him like because he can't die uh i forgot i i can't remember but he like what exactly it is but he can't die like he can be like his head can be like chewed off and he, he'll come back to life so he gets out doubters the anime yeah a little bit um he was just like getting clapped over and over and over again by this ghost while she was shitposting on 4chan 
it yeah but it was it was portrayed seriously which was the thing so uh, I liked it. Uh, let's see. It did take a hit in the... Yeah, it's a 6.91. That's not fair to it, man. It's The characters are good. It has a lot of really good moments. It was just that last fight was just so bad. Uh, uh, give it a chance. Give it a chance. It's going to be good. Hey, look. Aoyuki's one of the voices. There you go. That's a, it's a confirmed banger right there. So, uh, Oh, and, the, and he's, he's kind of a siscon. If you're into that, so yeah, a little bit. So, oh, and his sister is like, mo- like mommy skeletal. Oh yeah, who could who could? Who could oh, sorry, him, older cousin. Whatever. Hey, well then that's even like relatively socially acceptable in some places. Yeah, oh, not in the place you live, America. So, well, fuck America. Whoa, fucked up, but true. Near Automata, anime. Okay. Uh, I, oh, what? Aoyuki's in this, but she's a robot? Was she, was she that in the game? Mm. I, Probably not. Yeah, I'm going to guess not. That seems like, because Pascal, I mean, Pascal in the game was a, kind of a big character, but fucking Aoyuki's like one of the top voice actresses in the world. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing not. I don't, is this going to, is this going to follow the game? Like, I don't know anything about this. And I'm guessing if I watch the promotional video, given fucking uh, Yoko Toro, it's not going to give me any information. So I I haven't, I don't know what to expect from this, to be quite honest. I'm going to watch it. I know that for a fact. Uh, because 2B is in it. And damn, she fine. I'm just, uh, I mean, even if I don't watch it, I mean, it's one of those things where I'll appreciate some clips, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, for ass. Yeah, you damn right. Uh, it's tagged as action fantasy sci-fi. That doesn't tell us anything. I don't know. I, like, I I literally don't know anything about this. Um, like one guy could all like this if I didn't like the games. Like, I don't fucking know. Just watch it. Fuck. Uh, oh, okay. This is an interesting title. Tomo Chan is a girl. Okay, good for you. Tomo. Yeah, this I, one is a. Uh... It's a Forakoma manga that came out a little bit. Well, it started like probably 2015-ish. Yep. It ended probably two years ago. 2019, yeah. It, it's basically a, a tom tomboy girl Sold. struggling with Sold. love and figuring Sold. out her. Uh... Sold. I'm I'm not like I'm 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 closing it. I'm not even gonna read anymore. Sold. You. I'm, I'm... Like basically, Sold. she wants to confess to her childhood friend, right. but he like sees her as a boy and it takes a while for him to figure it the fuck out fucking sold man fucking sold i need nothing else moving on uh season oh second oh my god second part of the fourth season of is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon that was yeah, that's still fun. going on <laughs> okay uh sure God, his fucking long-ass title. I'm not going to try it in Japanese. The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten. Let's see, this is an adaptation. A highly rated, holy fuck. It is a rom-com. Yeah, so basically the story of this one is like... Uh, yeah, of course I've read it, but... Uh, Shocker. It's like the, the girl is some super popular girl that like people try to get with, but everyone like she 
she's like a, one of them cold girls that tells everyone to fuck off. And they end up as like the typical their neighbors trope and she ends up staying at his house for frequent various things and falling in love and whatnot. Okay, this sounds a little bit like that anime you like. Which one? Uh, oh, God. The one that came on like uh, last year. Oh, Hori Mia? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't describe it as the same, but I mean, it's a rom-com. So. Sure. Yeah, but in that, like, it's just, it's an anime that takes place at like their house and school and that's kind of that's sure but that's that's you know a rom-com yeah i mean how many how many take place at houses and schools to be fair i I think hori mia is the only rom-com anime i've ever really watched so not really Uh, you didn't watch your yuri do no i didn't except that one episode you forced me to watch in 2014 wow fucked up yeah it was fucked up because that's like one of the best animes of all time I do actually kind of like it, but it's it's more like just it's just straight up a comedy, really. I mean, there is romantic elements, but it definitely leans way well, more. I on mean, the comedy. it's literally a Yuri show, so yeah, and it's based as fuck. So yeah, based uh, on these not. Oh, I don't think it is actually. Um, by the grace of the gods, see, uh, fucking season two. I don't care. Spy class. Oh, okay. Hold on now. Hold on now. Spy classroom after a gruesome war wrecked havoc on the general population, populace, same thing, the governments of the world turn to a more elusive tactic to further their agendas, a war fought in the shadows. Oh, so this is just a documentary then. Lily, a beautiful girl with white locks, sold, done, I'm out, I'm done, sold, don't, I re- don't need to read anymore, but I will is a student in one of the many institutions that train youths into becoming capable spies. Unfortunately, despite scoring well in the written exam, she only manages to barely pass her practicals with no real-world skills to speak of. Her hopes of graduating... Okay, this is a comedy, all right. Her hopes of graduating are dismal until she is offered an opportunity to join the mysterious team Tomoshibi and partake in an impassable mission. That's a weird way of phrasing that. Excited by the prospect of working with the elite, Lily enthusiastically accepts. However, she is struck dumb when she arrives at Kagero Palace and the true purpose of Tamashibi and its hopeless situation come to light. Joined by other problematic female spies, along with mysterious young men spearheading the operation, Lily realizes uh, this is not the ideal escapade she pictured. That's a little intriguing. Uh, I don't know where they're going with that. I have some ideas that I'm not going to say on Twitch, but I did see out of the corner of my little eye that one of the main characters is voiced by Aoyuki. Man, that girl's getting work this season. Damn. Ah, holy shit. Um, this sounds funny. And let's see the source material. Pretty well, pretty well rated. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like a watch. Uh, well, let's pull off the teaser PV here while we talk about it. Uh, by happenstance, suck. Have you read this one? No, at least not that I remember. Really, it's by Studio Feel, which that name doesn't really ring a bell. Um, it's kind of funny that we're getting like a an- oh, hold on, I should ring that back up. Okay, so every single one of these characters is cute. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, are they fun? Uh, one, two of them were. Yeah, the main character is super cute. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hesitant, 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 I'm looking forward to this. 
Okay, this this is one of those PVs that doesn't actually like show any of the show. It just shows the characters. So, uh, oh, it's a harem fucking anime. God damn it. Yeah, because they're actually all on my deck. Uh, are they? Uh, let's see. This is okay. Studio Feel. Okay, they did Dagashi Kashi. They did Hina Masuri. They did Kisses. They did. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, there's some decent stuff on here. There's some turds, but. Oh, they did. Uh, I'm not going to try. What is the name of the show? Actually, this is the recap. But like, what's the actual. Fucking. Remake our life. Yeah, remake our life. That's it. Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, that's pretty much like all the really good stuff on here. I, I mean, I don't really see anything else. Hina Matsuri, I was probably their best known show, I suppose. Or no, I best, I guess their best known show was their number one. What is this in English? <clears throat> My teen romantic oh, comedy. That's snapper. a classic. Yeah. Fantastic anime. Yeah, you would like them. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, could be good. We'll see. Fucking shitty harem anime where approximately zero women are married. Yeah, is it really a harem if you're not marrying them and having children with them? Well, they're probably still having children with them, even if they aren't. You oh, know, based? Uh, Kubo won't let me be invis. Oh, no. That's just, no. No, this one's awesome. It's yeah. great anime. Rom-com, great, great one. Holy shit. Walk us through it. I, I mean, it, it's just, you know, you got your introvert boy that it, it's, it's like his, the gimmick is his presence is so non-existent that like people struggle to even find him and see his existence. But like the one girl does is able to find him constantly. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they fall in love and whatnot. All right. And it, it does take place in school and house. Right. That might shock you, but all right. It's by Pine Jam, which I've never heard of. Oh, they did gamers. Oh, they did uh Glep. Ah, oh, they did just because. Let's fucking go. That's my that's all right. Look, you may be like the rom com guy, but I'm the uh rom gay guy. Sad. How do what is drum hmm dramance? I don't know. I like I like sad. What what, what is it, Prude? You call them the sad girl animes? Yeah. I like my sad girl animes. So. Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, new Trigun. Oh, this is the one that's supposed to suck, isn't it? It's got like a new art style and stuff. I sure. Think some controversy. It's by Studio Orange. Who? Oh, they did the uh, Gym Girls anime. Oh, and B Stars. Okay, well, that's funny because like those two were really good, but then if you scroll down, like everything else they did were just complete irredeemable turds. So, really, really only going one way or the other, I guess, on that one. I just, re- I'm sorry, I just refuse to watch B Stars. I am not watching a furry anime. I'm just not. Yes, I am. I'm just not. I don't. People, people go on and on and on. I mean, new Trigun should be a big enough red flag. Don't need to make a new thing if the original was well done and self-contained. I mean, I guess. I'm trying to think of something that was, well, bleed. Well, I guess not. Does not wasn't self-contained. That was 
just a continuation. Maybe you're right. Uh, Dragon, so yeah, well, that's kind of a wait and see kind of thing. The Ice Guy and his cool female colleague. Well, that's the worst title I've ever heard in my life. I can tell you that right now. Um, this is an another rom com. God, oh, fuck me. Uh, oh, this okay. This main character looks. He's a little Fuja bait, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Have you read this one? Yeah. Walk us through it. All right, so you know they're they're coworkers. This one's like a bit more adult in age. Oh, okay. Well, I'm listening but, now. Oh, but like not in terms of like it's not really adult in content. It's just I, the characters are adult. Yes, I understand what you mean. Uh, so, so basically, like the the guy is one of those like Yuki Onos, but a dude. So you know, like he a snow person, hmm. and so like his emotions kind of cause like blizzards and shit. And he's in love with the uh, the female picture there. And she likes him too, so you know it's it's just kind of their office romance that develops into a beyond office romance. Okay, I mean, I I will say that you know I, office romances uh, animes have been better than school rom coms. Like the school rom com, I just feel like I feel I just feel like it's been done. I'm sorry, I just feel like it's been done. Uh, the studio that does doing this, well, first it's two studios. One's has literally one anime, so. Uh, the rest is a bunch of turds, other than Grand Blue. Grand Blue is good, but that was mostly because of the source material. But everything else they've done is holy shit, it's gotten bad ratings. What is one room? The characters look really cute. Let's see. Oh, yeah, they do. Let's see, one room. And we just moved into a new apartment building. Is this a year? Oh, it's a slice of life. I've never. Oh, oh, it's really low rated. What the fuck? Okay, never mind. Guess I, I guess it just looks cute. Uh, I don't really recognize any of these voice actresses. Fucking shocked Yui uh, Awak Yui's not in it, to be quite honest. Uh, I've never heard of Takao Sakuma, or no, I haven't heard of either the opening. Or I don't know. If you say it's good, I'll take your word for it, but not a lot to go on there. <laughs> the Fruit. Oh, this is the second season. I'm skipping this. Uh, oh, what? Oh, catchy. No, I'm fine. I'm skipping that. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting into the weeds here, boys. Um, so I'm just going to kind of scan here and see if I see anything good. Is this a farming isekai? Yeah, it's pretty lit. Uh, it's not a good, it's not a great rating, but. Uh, basically, basically, like, a home dog gets isekai, but like. He just wants to be a farmer, but like he gets set up in like the fucking demon lord forest or whatever, like bullshit like that. And yeah, he kind of just gets like a bunch of various bitches of different races and he just kind of farms and fucks all day long. Huh. Yeah, no, that's a that's a life I could get behind, actually. Okay. And he does have multiple children throughout the show. Based. Holy shit. Shinzo Abe is looking down, smiling right now. Love to see it. Uh, I'm, okay, so I looked at this one. Uh, Onimai, I'm now your sister. I saw this, and this main character, I, th I thought it was Pippa at first. <laughs> she kind of, from like, when she was little, in a little thing, a little thumbnail. Uh, this looks terrible. This this looks terrible. I'm just gonna go. Ahead, I'm just gonna go inside. This looks terrible. It doesn't say it's etchy, but it looks etchy. Um, 
what is the I, well that's that's strange because it's actually rated uh fairly high mario oyama was just a normal erotic oh god game loving dude until he woke up one morning as a woman oh uh, i'm out yeah i'm out i'm gonna keep reading though because we're already this deep turns out his mad scientist little sister what his mad scientist little sister mihari tried one i'm done i'm done i'm fucking done man it's by Studio Bind, who actually only has one anime to their name, and it's uh, Mishoko Tensai, which is like a, a critically acclaimed anime. So I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> um, this might be good, but it sounds insane, man. What What even like genre is it? Gender just, bender comedy. It just says comedy well this is comedy themes cute girls doing cute things magical sex shift school god man i've got a magical sex shift for it i don't think you do actually um this could either be the absolute darkest of horses or the yeah, worst. gender bend shit doesn't really do it for me and yeah it's gonna have to do it it's gonna have to be anime, done. So. yeah it's gonna have to be really do well done so I'm just gonna move on before I think any deeper about this. Oh, this looks just looks terrible. The reincarnation of the world's strongest Onmyoji in another. What's an Onmyoji? It's like a Japanese shaman that they, they you know, it's like they have their oh. paper dolls to fight yokai or whatever. Oh, that's. I don't strange. know if you're familiar. But. Oh yeah, I'm looking at. So if Studio Blanc is making it. They have made nothing but absolute turds. Well, Uramishi Onisan was good, but that was like a that was like a source material thing. Everything else they've done is absolute fucking turds. This sounds terrible. I'm not even reading any further. Um, this voice actress looks like a child. Like a child? Looks look like an actual child. Could uh, be. She was she's born in 97, so... I can't do the math. She's, that makes her, what, 25? Yeah, well, yeah, one year older than me. Mm -hmm. Am I 24? Something like that. Well, I'm yeah. the same age as Tay, so he should know that. That's true. I was also born in 97, apparently, which is... Oh, it turns out next year you'll have been born in the same year as me, huh? Yeah, look at that. Uh, Surune, the linking shot. Oh, it's a second season. Fuck off. Don't care. Uh, the Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. This sounds like an isekai. Is it? It's not. It's not. Oh, shit, it's not. Everyone knows the most powerful soldier, the Ice Blade Magician who led his country to victory three years ago. But few know his true name, Ray White. <laughs> Okay, I think I know. I think it's I know not like I a black guy. Name. Uh, well, I was gonna make a joke about like being a mechanic or something. I was like, I feel like I know a Ray White. Yeah, after weathering through a bloody war, Ray enrolls at Arnold. Oh, this is, sounds fucking boring. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, what, what are we looking at here on the source material? God, that's a long fucking title. Jesus Christ. Uh Hyokin no Majisush. Nope, not gonna try it. Uh, it is not rated. Which means no one's ever heard of it, so don't care. I mean, I've heard of it, but it's just not very good. What? Now, th okay, this sounds interesting. Chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Hold on. The Dark Soldier, Daryl. 
I thought that said Daniel at first, but I had to get in real close. Daryl, 30 years old, who can't who can't oh, use so this one's about you. Fuck off. Who can't use magic despite being in the Demon Lord's army, was fired for his lack of capacity. Having been raised by the previous Demon Lord himself, he finds that his adopted brother, the new Demon Lord, has little use for him. However, after rescuing a village girl from a forest monster. Uh, Daryl is invited into her village and starts realizing he may be considerably more powerful than he thought. Ah. Okay, uh, let's check this source material. It has It's not rated, and even though it came out in 2019, that's worrying. Uh, it is from Encouraged Films, which is has made literally nothing but turds. Oh, they made, uh, they made that uh, Daemon, the, um, the anime I talked about earlier this year that I thought was pretty good. Uh, about the father-daughter relationship. So, okay, this... now nah, it's gonna be a turd. Yeah, it's gonna be a turd. I'm not even gonna dig too deep into it. I wanna click on this guy, though. This guy looks like a fuckboy, dude. Look at him. Look, shut the fuck? He was born in 72? Damn, okay, never mind. I take it back. He looks great to be... pushing 50? He is 50. So, good for him. Good for him. Uh, where were we? Uh, oh, Kana of the Great Snow Sea. I. F this sounds. <laughs> this sounds familiar. Did this get pushed back or something? I feel like we've read this before. No idea. Okay. A world blanketed in an endless and ever-growing ocean of snow. Yeah, this sounds super familiar. The people eke out a living, either huddled around the roots of enormous trees dotting the surface, or high in the canopy, which spreads over the planet's atmosphere. A chance meeting between Kana, a youth from the canopy, and Lilaha, a young woman from the surface, sets off a chain of events that will change the fate of the world forever. Uh, it's by Polygon Pictures, who has... Oh my god, you won't believe this, has made a bunch of turds. Oh, no, apparently they've only made, like, one thing. Okay, that's not great. I don't know, we're... I mean, we're pretty deep into it here, so... Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to be getting a lot of information. I do like that their claim to fame is making the Blam anime, which I think was considered, like, really bad. So, that's bold? Oh, no, it's CG. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, the vampire dies. What's that? So the classic pitfall. It really CG. is. The vampire dies in no time. Ah, season two. Uh, uh, that looks like an East guy. I'm not even reading it. Buddy Daddies by PA Works. What? And this is pretty fucking buried deep. And it's original. And it's a... Is this a buddy comedy about gang members raising a child? Didn't that, They're like, just happen, like, a season or two ago? Yeah, that sounds like another recent anime. And this is by PA Works, who, like, they're... They're like a studio. Yeah, you could call them that. Well, hold on. No, the thing y'all are thinking about was um, he was like specifically Yakuza. This seems more like the Mafia or something kind of thing. Or like, like Ocean's Eleven tries to raise a child is what it looks like. This, hold on. This looks good. Like, oh, I'm t we're watching the teaser here, and 
I mean, it's not CG. The art style is fucking. By the way, shout out to old boy here with like the sh the pulled back hair and the shaved side of the head. He looks mean as fuck. This might be good. Am I? Am I willing to say it? Dark horse. Dark horse. You know, fuck it. Dark horse. Dark horse. This is my dark horse. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Uh, heavy buddy? risk, heavy reward. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Daddies. By yeah, man. Fucking produced by Anaplex, made by PA Works. Fucking. It doesn't say. Let's see who the director is. Uh, Yoshiyuki Asai, who did. Well, I hate when they show anime. Uh, staff positions because it'll be like, oh, they did a storyboard for like one episode. Uh, he directed Charlotte, which was pretty decent. He oh, he directed Fate Apocrypha, which people some people didn't like. I liked. It. I thought it was okay. Uh, let's see what else he did. He de he directed an episode of Ungo. Ungo's highly critically acclaimed. I wish I could see just yeah. I mean, not a huge uh body of work here. He did a bunch of storyboarding for Fairy Tale. Uh what is story I know what storyboarding is, but like is it like is it that big of a position that it like deserves to be this notable? I mean I guess in anime. I suppose in anime it is. So I don't know. Uh fuck it. Dark horse. Dark Horse. Um, I can say that. Uh, moving on. That looks like an Isekai. That looks like an Isekai. Revenger. By the studio Ajiadu. Oh my god. Okay. Now, well, hold on. I was going to say that they made just a bunch of turds. They did uh, Ka Kakushigoto. They did I don't I'm not going to try and say this in this other one in Japanese. Uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm. That was really good. Uh, this, what was this called? The Otherworldly Demon and the Summoner Girl Slays Magic. That was good, but it was, you know, etchy. So this, okay, so yeah. Um, it is an original. Yeah. As Master Assassin Usei Yuen looks into a series of assassinations made on the Grand Sam... This sounds convoluted already. Um, the Grand Samurai clan, the Satsuma, he encounters Kurumi Yaizo, Raizo, member and survivor of one of the attacks. Together, they discover the true nature of these murders is bigger than overstolen... I don't know. This sounds generic, is the problem. Like, that's that's the issue here. Like, it doesn't sound bad. It just sounds generic. Um, so... I mean that that could be one of those like if I if I hear about it like in a couple of months like yeah okay uh okay now this one is I saw this one I was like oh Mono Guitari no it's Mono No Guitari uh which is by yeah it's not the good hearted and shit yeah and it's an adaptation of uh it's not very highly rated yeah this one sounds convoluted to Suko Kamagai, fucking, I don't, I'm not gonna try to say it. Spirits can possess objects of consider. I don't fucking care. No, this sounds boring. Fuck it. I don't care. Shh. Oh my god. This one's just called Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Um, 
Posted by JC staff, although JC staff, yeah, second season of One Punch Man. JC staff is one of those companies that I feel like kind of coasted off of their reputation and has just like sucks now. Like looking at their last couple of animes, like there's nothing really that good in here. Like it's all a bunch of like very mediocre stuff. Um, well, okay. To be fair, what was this called in English? Uh, a Realist Heroes Kingdom Restoration Chronicle. That was pretty good, but it wasn't. It was a source material thing. The source material was interesting. The anime itself kind of sucked. They did Eden Zero again. That was a source material thing. Yeah, JC staff. I feel like used to be one of those things where you, like you saw their name on it and you went, "Oh, well, hey." But now they just kind of suck. Like, I mean, they did Toradora. And now they're doing whatever the fuck this shit is. Um, let's see, as her mother passes away, Anne decides to become a silver sugar master like her mother. Oh, what? A highly regarded occupation in the country of Highland where very few masters. This sounds stupid. Wait. The, uh, the, is this a cooking anime? No? It's something about like making sugar in this world's humans. They're just like slavery. No, this is too convoluted. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, man, this fucking the rest of these sound like real turds. I'm not going to lie, boys. Uh, the legend of heroes, trails of cold steel, northern war. I don't fucking care. Let's see the fire hunter. This looks CG. It is. I can't tell. No, it's not. It just looks CG. Uh, by Signal MD, who I don't think I've ever heard of. Same sort of my members. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. Oh God, they did Mars Red. <laughs> Mars Red was a letdown. Did y'all ever see Mars Red? Nope. Never heard of. It. Wow. It sucked. Uh, what was the name of this? Recommendation of the Wonderful Virtual Life. That was pretty decent. They did that. Uh, takes place in the aftermath of humanity's last war. Okay. Now hold on. The world is enveloped with a black forest, and people have become infected with a pathogen that causes them to burst into flame in the presence of natural fire. Okay. Hmm. That's a little convoluted. The only safe source of fire can be obtained by hunting black beast flame spirits, which reside deep in the forest. Among the fire hunters, rumors of the king of fire hunters began spreading recently. An individual who would be able to harvest the man-made star, the Millennium Comet, that once wondered the void. Was this much machine translated? What the fuck? These words don't like they. They're English, but they just don't make any sense in the order of the... Okay. Uh, it looked interesting enough, I guess. it uh, It's going to be on Crunchyroll, interestingly enough. But... Uh, I, I don't... I don't know. I can't really say. Like, when the thing is, like, once you get this deep on the list, you just... You don't know. Right? You just... It, it could be something good. Like, if I recall... I don't think Bochi was this low, but it was pretty low. And, you know, it ended up being Not really that low. It wasn't this low. 
Uh, what's this? Giant Beast of Ours. Uh, the problem is all these are originals. Which, if my experience with originals is any indication, originals have a very high failure rate. Probably because they have no like built-in audience to... Oh yeah, and this studio made also high production. Made nothing but turds. I'm not... I'm not hopeful about this one. The great beast created the lands, but humans stole it. Anger, the beast began eating humans. That's metal. Who in turn called upon the gods to fight the beast. Oh my god, does everybody fucking fight in this one? In the age of the sword, heroes in mythology, giant beast are hunted. Is this the Monster Hunter anime? Nice. <laughs> Kinda. Um, giant beast are hunted by humans for profit. Yeah, so that's okay. The ba The plot of this anime is Monster Hunter. Uh, Jiro, who makes his living hunting beast, encounters Kuimi, who is being chased by someone, and in that moment decides to save her. As rumors spread regarding humanity and a mysterious experiment, to get... oh my god, I you know maybe. The problem is, like I said, like nah. you're saying nah. Let's take a little, let's, let's let's look at the PB as long as it's not CG. I'll be real with you, even if it's not a nah, I'm not gonna watch it. Well, yeah, but I mean, just, oh, yeah, no. The, uh, yeah, they're, just, they're showing one of the monsters, and it's just like the most uninspired design I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this looks this looks generic with a capital G. Yeah, character design is generic. Monster design is generic. Is that a fucking, uh, fucking Titan? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, some of the stuff there sound like Titans. Uh, ah, uh, yeah, it's just uninspired. Yeah, that's that's a that's a nah for me, dog. The Tale of Outcasts by Ashi Productions, not to be confused with Asahi Productions. Oh shit, they did Death Note. Oh shit, these brothers have been around since 1975. Damn, that was a Zoro anime. What? Base in 1996. Sorry, I'm getting. Oh, they did Auraka Seven too. Nice. Uh, Wisteria is an orphan girl living in a corner of the British Empire at the end of the 19th century. Okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. Her life is desolate and bleak until she encounters Marbus, a powerful but equally lonely immortal being with a furry appearance. And you lost me. Hounded by hunters. Together, Wisteria and Marbus roam the uh, empire populated by humans and human-like beasts in search of a place where they can live in peace. Uh, this is not an original. This is actually based on something that has fairly highly rated. But looking at the thumbnail of this, that is a very fur. This, this is furry bait, right? Right. hundred percent. This, this is furry bait. So we, I will peep the, peep the PV real quick. Uh, main girl, kind of cute, kind of cute. Uh, oh my god, the dude, like the furry guy. I just. I can't because it's like it looks like they're trying to like present him very seriously, but he looks goofy. Oh, look, the fuck. He's got like long flowing locks of it. No, this is this is goofy. I don't know. Uh, that's a hard no for me. Uh, it's fucking I'm going to kind of power through this. Like, we, I mean, these are absolute turds. Fucking card fighter stuff. Uh, over into the owner, I did notice the uh, the Yakuza house husband anime is getting a second season, which is interesting. Uh, 
based. Well, it's interesting because like the first season is not very highly rated, but it's because people got heavily filtered by the art style and because like it, it's done like a manga like it's it's an anime but it's like a it's like a moving manga there's not full yeah, well, anime. the source material is extremely good so if you get felt it sucks well, suck. but, well here's the thing though like that was it was apparently a deliberate request by the artist he didn't think that it would translate into anime well and he thought it just being like a moving manga would make it like goofy and apparently, yeah, apparently people just got really filtered by it. And so that's stupid, but it's good to see I got an, uh, another one. This is interesting. I, this is another one where I feel like I've seen this before. Make My Day. It's a Netflix thing. Uh, by Five Inc., which I've never heard of. On a cold planet of ice and snow, mysterious creatures suddenly have appeared from a dark underground and have begun to attack the inhabitants. Uh, there's no PV, and the poster for it is literally just like a hole in the ground with like a starship uh five ink has done one other thing also for netflix uh which this looks cg i think this is cg is this cg yes i think this is cg so oh yeah and that's like oh what the fuck oh it's real bad cg too what am i looking at like, I mean, okay, to be fair, it's not like Berserker-level bad CG. Um, it, I, it's like painted CG. Does that make any sense? Um, Do you know what I'm saying? No, sure. I can see it. So I'm assuming this is going to be CG too then, so I'm already kind of whatever on that. Uh, uh, though there's going to be a Black Clover movie. That's cool. I wonder if that's going to, that's like, that's actually... Let's see. I don't know. I was going to say, I, I, I think it's going to be like a side story because uh, at least where the anime left off, they were going into the um, Spade Kingdom, I think. Sock, do you do you keep up with Black Clover? No. Okay. Well, I'll try and do it from memory. They were they were going to the Spade Kingdom and they were fighting like the devils. But I don't think there's like I don't think there's any devils in this. So I think this is just a side story. I do. I like Black Clover. So I might actually watch it. Uh, no interesting movies. What the fuck? Oh. And that's about it. So what did I say my Dark Horse was going to be? I don't know. It was one of those lower rated ones. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Spy Classroom. I think that just straight up sounded good. Oh, I've already forgotten now. Fuck. Oh, Buddy Daddies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Calling it. some. Uh, yeah, next season's gonna be pretty good. Uh, I, like, it's stacked with, like, a lot of sequels and, like, a lot of really hype shit, but for me, it's really just gonna be Tokyo Revengers, Bofuri, Inspector, Near. I think I am gonna watch the Tomboy anime. Sucks that it's good. I like Tomboys. I don't, like, I don't feel like I need any more justification. Spy Classroom, I think that's got promise, even if it is gonna be a harem. Uh, and the ice guy and his cool female colleague, like I said, you know, I'm not against rom-coms particularly, but older rom-coms definitely, um, are more my speed. Uh, anything y'all are particularly excited about? Uh, uh kind I mean, of the same general stuff as you. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, as far as what I would be likely to watch. All right. Well, hell yeah. Actually, there's definitely more that I need to watch from the current season, to be yeah. honest. But like, I found that I found that like for the past few seasons, like I'm getting better about it. I am, but I, I'm real bad about like saying that I'll watch a lot of them, and then not actually end up watching them. Mm. Um, because like if I pull up my Plex real fast, let's see. Go over to anime. So yeah, you can like say so. God, I like even la I didn't even finish shit from last season. Like, uh, Lacora's Recoil. I never finished that, even though I do have. Like, I only have like two episodes left. I don't know. Why I haven't finished it. Oh, I apparently did watch three episodes of Mob Psycho. I didn't even think I watched that much. I only watched one of Eminence. A lot of them, you you mostly finish them and then don't do the final stretch or something. It seems like that's been. Something seems I I guess I just kind of like burn out a little bit. Um, let's see. The, the problem is like Plex will drop, continue watching after a certain point. So there's there's so many of the life like I've started watching and then drop. Oh yeah, hey, oh yeah. I'm seeing tons here. Like just over like the past, you know, a uh, couple of seasons. Like 86. I I this is wrong. It says I only watched one episode. Oh god, fuck, fuck. That was loud. Fuck me. We are muting that. Sorry. Sorry, stream. Sorry. Um, 86. It says I've only watched 23. Or I've only watched one episode. That's not true. It's just a fucking Plex issue. Uh, Aha Rinsan, the like the quiet girl anime. Like she's so quiet and you got to get. Yeah. I watched like one episode of that. Uh, Aquatope on White Sand. Despite me like shilling the shit out of this anime. Alright, this is another one. It says I haven't watched any of it. What the fuck? Uh, I at least got like halfway through this. Or did I finish this? No, I think I, I get to like episode 17. You're right. You're right. I some for some reason like get into like the home stretch and then drop it or just don't finish it. Um, it's kind of crazy because like I feel like if I'm going to drop an anime, usually mid-season rather than like last quarter is where I'm going to do it. Since Yeah. They tend to sag in the middle, but like by the end, you're getting back onto like, you know, like kind of good, good plot stuff. Mm -hmm. Call of the Night. I mean, you know, that's you Prude loves yeah. that one. Yeah, that's the one that I actually did watch. And I I watched one episode and I was like, ah, I'm done. Uh, Case Study of Vanitas. I did watch the whole first core of that. I didn't watch the second core, though. And then sh shout out me talking about it. I was like, oh, I've never even heard of Bungo Stray Dogs. I apparently have it downloaded, so... Shout out, shout out to that, I guess. Uh, yeah, that oh, yeah, that Daemon. I mean, I chill the crap out of it, and then I watch literally one episode or maybe two or three. Uh, so I mean, yeah, that's it's a recurring theme at this point. So, yeah, oh, Futo PI that wasn't on the list for last season, but it aired last. What the f hold on, I gotta look that up now. Fall 2022. Um, well, maybe it was. I just didn't see it. No. The fuck? It aired, but it's not on the list. Was it the season? Surely it wasn't the season before. Oh, fuck, it was. Oh. Oh, that's why. It, it aired in August. 
Okay. It was apparently good. Downloaded it, didn't watch it, so. Um, hmm. Anyway. That is uh, next season's animes. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else? Uh, I feel like there were a couple things that we that you said we should talk about on stream, and you were probably joking, but like there's a couple things that came up, and then I can't remember what they were. I think I think we might have actually talked about them. One because one of them was talking about sucks Chinese thing, Chinese food thing. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I, I I need to. What's that? What's the thing you always post that we'll talk about on the beef stream airing? Blah 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 blah. Like I need to find your coffee pasta that you do. Oh, um, I mean, I just, I literally just have it in a notepad. Why? I mean, think, if I search that, I can find uh, the things. Well, I think if you just search, search twitch.tv, it might bring up some stuff. Uh, no. See, okay. Okay. No. Yeah. We 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 talked about the uh, the VTuber graduation. Yeah. Okay. That's mm -hmm. one that came up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Okay, I guess, I guess maybe we did get everything. I, I mean, I'm pretty good about keeping notes. So. It's a bold claim. Um, is it? Is it really a bold claim? Or is it an accurate claim? No, I mean, it is it is what it is. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what that means. But anyway, uh, so as I said at the top of the show, there will be no show next week because it is Christmas Eve. We will be uh, watching... Die hard, yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about it for a second. Um, well, actually, you know what? There is one thing we could discuss real quick. Okay. Um, let me pull it up real quick. So uh, there won't be a show next week, and the next time, actually, the next time there will be an actual show, it will be in January because, of course, you know there'll be the New Year's Eve show. But okay. in that time, uh, the whole the Bimmies stuff will have already started happening uh, so let's actually take a moment to like discuss the bimmies so uh not pre not preliminary what's the word i'm looking for uh fuck what is the word i'm looking for man that's i'm actually angry about it now nomination know. the nomination period will start uh next We'll start on Christmas Eve. Well, it was essentially right after Die Hard. We after we watched Die Hard, uh, the nominations will start. Right. So let me turn the screen back on. Sorry, I turned it off. Uh, so let's talk about actually what the Bimmies are looking like this year and any changes. And of course, on the forms and everything, we will put all this relevant information. But uh, as it stands right now. Okay. As it stands right now, we do have two new categories this year. Uh, we're adding Disappointment of the Year, and that's pretty much anything that's been hyped up. Uh, video games, animes, really could be anything. I mean, literally anything. Uh, L of the Year. Uh, I don't know if I ever... Oh, yeah, I have a couple of there. So. Uh, another change is the wide vein of YouTubers will fall under the best wide verse creator category which is a new category or not a new category it's just like the renamed like streamer of the year not vtuber uh because that's a little unfair and suck rigs it anyway so do not 
Okay. Uh, you cannot prove that. I I literally can, but okay. Uh, I dropped best bromance because it was a stupid category, and I don't know why we kept it so long. Um, I also dropped trad lad and goodest boy, uh, especially good boy because that that was just. I mean, that can mean like the same shit every year. I mean, people don't get like new pets every year, so it just ended up being the same cats and dogs every single year. So. Uh, I this is an important one, and, and I want to get y'all's feedback on this. I adjusted the naming and the criteria for Rookie of the Year. It's no longer Rookie of the Year. It's now uh, Fresh Face or something. Let me get the exact title. Uh, fresh Face of the Year. Uh, and my justification is, is thus. With the extension of the Wideverse into social media with BBW, uh, rookies are now considered people who are who sufficiently interact with the Wideverse, right? Uh, and then also, oh, actually, there's two notes there. So it's fresh face. So it, it it's it, it's further than just being like someone who joins the community, right? It's now people who are just like generally in our sphere, uh, as you'll see when we get down there and talk about it. But then also, I've added the caveat that like rate. I don't want to. I don't want to say the word rage quit, but people who have been away for a while, right, right. can qualify, right. Okay. Uh, so any new personalities who we have either never seen or haven't seen in a long time, so they qualify. I feel like that was uh, a better better thing. So as far as the lesser categories go, we got disappointment of the year. Uh, which was KDB's return, which that was so long ago. That doesn't even feel like this year. That happened? That did. That was uh, January, February, and March uh, because he was here while OSRS leagues were going on. And uh, like everyone hated him and everyone understood that he was only here because he was playing RuneScape with me. And then as soon as it was over, I kicked him. I do remember that now. Yeah. Uh, The Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. Which was, uh, actually, yeah, uh, I mean, which was extremely hyped and then it sucked. Uh, Shield Hero Season 2, which was also extremely hyped and then was just an utter turd. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, L of the Year, shout out to you, Suck. You're actually nominated on this one. Uh, Suck, not like you ranch or cheese. Massive I mean, L. that's kind of a W, so. No, huge L. Huge L. Uh, Crumb being on Matrix. That's the biggest L I can think of. And uh, then Republicans in the midterms. So a little, mm. pol- little political commentary there for you. Uh, I, I think, I, so those are... Um, those are the two new categories. I think those are. I think those are pretty good. I think, I think those are pretty good. They're they're better than the other ones at least. Uh, worst take of the year. The only so here's the problem I see now. That I say it a lot. Like worst take and L of the year. Kind of the same. Kind of have a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that now. I, I'm making a mental note. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look into that. I might just combine those into just L of the year, because a bad take is an L. Right. Oh, it might be yeah. less less of an L than like a hardcore L, though. Like, you know, it might just be. Well, let's see. Who who are we nominating for that category? Uh, the Nuremberg Nuremberg's and the Red Wave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so because a take is just like an opinion, right? 
So then I guess, I guess suck, do you not like Yeah, I guess suck not liking ranch cheese. That would just be worst take, not the L. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Janny of the year. Let's see you and, you and, uh, you and Dizzy. Brood. Yeah. Uh, reposter of the year. It's the usual suspects. Do I even have to, do I even have to tell you? You already know who they are. Uh, simp of the year, of course. Suck for his girl, Aqua. He's going to, you know, rig that one. Uh, Bear for Rosamy and others. Uh, Phoenix. I feel like this one isn't fair because, I mean, his entire persona is literally built around Kiara. Even as much as he tried to divest from her. I mean, it's that's he's still there's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from that. And then me and Pomo day one Pomodachi shout out bit of the year, man. I, I always see beat bit of the year at the end of the year. And I go, man, those did not age. Well, remember Wordle? <laughs> well, that was a weird bit. Um, he can't come on all of us. That's a little Fortnite humor for y'all. That one's still not totally irrelevant no but it's it's definitely got some age on it um discord versus matrix that was a good bit it still is a good bit and then the scjp which uh, that's my that's got my vote that's one of the funniest things i've ever come up with for for those unaware the scjp of course is the severe county justice party which is kind of a um what's the word i'm looking for parody that we did of the uh God, I don't even remember what they're really called. What the is it? Nice Jewish party? Yeah, NJ, the uh, NJ National day. Justice Party. National, yeah, yeah, yeah. National Justice Party, which is a satire of the National Justice Party that we do. Um, I know that that steps on a lot of toes, but yeah, I think a lot of people have admitted that it, it's just it's just funny because <laughs> it's it's done in good humor. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not completely shitting on them, but I hate those. Oh, I hate them. Yeah, I hate them too. I can't I feel like we inspired some imitators too. Like I feel like after the S uh, S C J P stuff, uh, then they did the uh, N A F P stuff on the Fetty, you know, mm-hmm. the National Feeder National Party. National Feeder Party, and then the yeah. whatever the food thing is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was definitely there was uh, people took my in- the inspiration and ran with it, and you loved to see it. You really did. Battle of the Year, Operation Barrelosh, which was just our generic name for fighting against post and, 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 and the weirdly slept on by many of our people yes well you know uh battle of the bulging nose man i don't see how that loses i just don't see how that loses oh yeah and that's i mean to, to be fair though, that's like kind of like subsidiary to the other stuff you know it is but at the same time like i mean it obviously was its own very defined thing so yeah. and then of course the nonce of post debacle which eh I mean, it was good, but it still wasn't. Man, the nose just had such wide ramifications. Right. So. Yeah. Well, it's funny that all of the battles this year were on the Fetty, and you know, mm-hmm. Biggie's, oh, know. Biggie's still want to pretend that it's not, I, not you know, preaching in the choir, man. Where, where the where the war is happening, you know, Pre- preaching in the choir. Happening of the year, uh, war in Ukraine. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, yeah. yeah, unfortunately. Uh, beef stream debut that was that was this year. Uh, the return of the peach, uh, White House point five, uh, I think is what we landed on. Oh my god, Prude's brother arc. Oh my god, Ugh. woof, 
Um, Taylor gets fiber. Eh? Uh, and then wide vein ADPs. I feel like this one's really down to your brother arc and me getting fiber. I don't see how either of those would lose. I mean, there's a lot of good options, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spaceball Lifetime Achievement Award. I I have gotten it down to Code Hanger and Bear, and I haven't decided who yet. Uh, mm-hmm. And I haven't I haven't found a justification to give it to both at the same time. Like, I don't... I mean, I suppose I could... Okay, just got a virus warning looking at my own website. That's great. Um, no, it said it didn't find any threats. Oh, okay, that's that, That's great. Uh, <laughs> it's calling you non-threatening. Yeah. Um, it's going to take that? Yeah. I feel like both of these, both of them really deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, I guess they were kind of active in the same time frame. So yeah, it, it would make sense to give it. Yeah, fuck, we're just going to both of them. Fuck it, I don't care. Uh, best wideverse creator, Tayloron, who had all of one stream as a VTuber. Good for him. Hope he comes back one day. Dr. Codehanger, Evie, uh, Shiki, who also has only had one stream as a VTuber. Shout out. Uh, the beef stream host. Hey, that's us. We're nominated. Hey, we're we're right. Yeah. And then the real Giga Chats, the football shit talking live hosts. Who I feel like there's a lot of overlap there, but yeah, okay. Uh, well, there is, but one of them. Yeah, but we're inherently more based on that show than this one's. Yeah. Uh, which, which, by the way, we're still working on a new name for that one, and it is not, it's not easy. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, we've got 57 days of the Super Bowl, so you know we got like two ish months to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best anime, My Dress Up Darling, the Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc, which was great. Spy Family. I think for that, it's just both parts since they were both this year. I don't think that needs uh, clarifying. Edge Runners, Bochy the Rock, and Chainsaw Man. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like recency bias gives Chainsaw Man the nod on that. Hmm. I, th- I just I feel like that's gonna be a recency bias thing. Uh, best Western media: Stranger Things season four and Severance season one. Uh, I'm that's probably one that I've missed a lot on, and something something will show up in nominations on that one. Uh, best single player game: Vampire Survivor, Elden Ring, Stray, Disney Dreamlight Valley, and uh, the new Pokemon games. Ah. Uh, I think that comes down to Vampire Survivor and Elden Ring. Pokemon might have a chance because of recency as well, though. Yeah, but only a, like a couple of people really were into that. So, well, like guess. Elden Ring had a lot of well, I don't eh, market penetration, I guess. And then Vampire Survivor obviously was just such a huge casual game. Then, and then Disney Dreamlight Valley literally only me and uh, Kenny played that. So. Best co-op game was uh, OSRS Lost Ark. Hey, guys, remember Lost Ark? Yeah, still play it. Oh, based. Uh, Guild Wars 2, End of Dragons. Hey, remember Guild Wars 2, End of Dragons? Yeah, that's cool yeah. that. Yeah. Fortnite. Hey, there you go. Apex and WoW Dragonflight. This one's really going to come down to Fortnite and Dragonflight, I feel like. Mm. And I feel like some of the people that would vote Fortnite may actually end up voting Dragonflight. So. That's what I've seen. Uh, waifu of the year, Marin, Yor, Anya, 
Rebecca from Edge Runners, Chitose, Bochi, Power, Makima, and uh, Kabani. I know who I'm voting for. I know exactly who you're voting for. VTuber. Right, where's, where's my big uh, Rio? Ah, yeah, that's good. A good point. I'm making a middle note to change that. Or, uh, well, just wait till next week and nominate her yourself. Uh, VTuber of the year Pomu, Aqua, and Peppa. And there is one there that should win, and there's one there that will win. So. Bold. Uh, yeah, well. I think I know how it's going to work mm -hmm. out. Finally, the big four. Aqua, because you're going to rig it. I don't rig. That's the thing. I give valid I votes. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, the big four, Melty of the Year, Nuremsbergs, Gear, and KDB again. Uh, I feel like KDB on this, eh, it's been done before. I'm not giving him another no. one. Fuck him. Gear. Gears is good because it's just so stupid. And ongoing. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it keeps going. But the Nuremsbergs, oh my god, I just I mean, that's, a, that's a wide reaching yeah. category. You know, it's like yeah, it's been, been like basically all of internet drama this year. So yeah, so that's almost like not even fair, almost. But I, I feel like uh, there's some others from the Fetty that could could be nominated there. Like I like I definitely feel like I could nominate P as a separate thing from. Well, there uh, you go. I mean, Nuremberg. hey, and that's why next uh, next Friday. We will have nominations, and you can write in whoever you want. Yeah. So, uh, fresh face of the year. We had two that got uh, marked out: Gear because he melted, and Ataraxia because he disappeared. Uh, he didn't disappear. He just stopped talking to us because he's an asshole. Um, but then the ones that are actually nominated are Phoenix. We love. Hey, we love Phoenix. We love Phoenix. Great guy. Yep. Uh, Nietzsche, who still needs to post his weight. Uh, Eris. Good errors. <laughs> yeah. Uh Eris. Good Eris, not uh Discordia Eris. Peaches. We love Peaches. And then John <laughs> mm. And then Johnny, aka Mischievous Tomato. We love Johnny. So yeah, he's alright. what? No, he's great. Why are we saying he's not he's not in Discord. No, but oh, okay, but that's the point. Okay, you know He's what? also not American, so well, you know, yeah, can, can we do a uh, favorite third worlder category? <laughs> There's a lot of nominations. I mean, come on. I mean, we got uh, Tomato, we got Riso, Triple <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, A. Who else? Who else could go in there? Ohio is uh, technically a third world, so you could put Bear uh, and Gear there. Canada yeah, is a third world country. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Beefster of the year, Prude, Oracle, and the one who I can go ahead and tell you right now should win. Uh, Taylor. I feel like we always nominate those three for that category. Well, it's because they're, no one, they're the best. Like, name name, name another beefy guy. That's the, I feel, oh, you know what? Actually, you know who could be on that list? Science. Sure. Science can be on a lot of very good poster and beef, beefy. Yeah, but you have to verify that if any of these people have said uh, Ron DeSantis should be president. So, That's true. Kind of... That's true. Yeah, no. But listen, I'm just, okay. I'm just going to throw this out here. Let's, let's do, let's do a blind, let, let, we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to do like college football, okay? Suck will be on board with this one. We're going to do a blind resume side by side, right? And you tell me who, who's most deserving. All right. So, 
you have one guy, very solid poster. Uh, Kanye West. What? I'm saying he was more beefy than any of you this year. Yeah, but he's not a beefster. I mean, he's, he kind of did start a bunch of beefs, so he's kind of a beefster. No, would, you say, would you say he's a Rizzler? No. I wouldn't either. Uh, considering my brother got divorced, no, there's no rizzing. There's zero rizzing. Um, all right, l- listen, listen. All right, blind side-by-side res- right, resume test here. All right. So you got one guy, solid poster, good good poster, but really his only claim to fame, right, is uh, talking about car chases. Okay, solid bit, solid bit, solid poster. All right. Then you have another poster, solid poster, good beef poster, started some drama, you know, has, has you know, solid projects, just a Start, solid. Started the whole website that drove drama this year? Yeah. Sure. But then you have what some would say the poster, right? Would they? Some would, yes. Uh, while he may not have started the site. He certainly uh-huh. made the site noteworthy. Now, 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 granted, by noteworthy, I guess the more proper word should be infamous. But uh, he he pissed off Borzoi. He uh, yeah, but that's not very hard. No, it's not hard. But he pissed off Borzoi so hard that Borzoi and all the post went on a fucking. <laughs> vendetta well sure sure that was a big one that was a Mm -hmm. big one however i will say that many other posters also like kind of piss off their own subsets of the fetty like that's one of the funny things about our user base is it seems like each personality is pissing off different parts right 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 but all those people can always come back and say that they hate one of those posters the most sure so i'm just saying you know blind resume Oh, okay, okay. One maybe, stands maybe, out. Maybe, One stands maybe out. Some of them. I would say that certain users on the Fetty definitely hate me more than you, but okay. But I'm just saying. Then you know, yes, the name Prude in certain of of the admin circles, yes, Prude is definitely more loath. But of the people, by and large, they see that name Tyler. And listen, I'm just saying. Whenever it's like it's like yes, say all over again, right? Whenever they're talking about something, they go, "Oh, this, 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 this fucking Tyler's behind this." When you know, I'm not. Like, remember uh, Mussolini guy? Remember when he was talking about that one thing? And he was like, "Oh, you're you're doing exactly what they want you to." I was like, "Not really." Just fucking, mm-hmm. you're inventing some fan. What I'm saying is, I'm best. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, finally, bigger of the year, we got Dizzy uh, for. Uh, uh, just being a great community member. Uh, we got Mez for I guess the same reason. Uh, suck for also the being same. Re- uh, great guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I guess that's the thing. Like now, as I'm going through this, like the big, the biggers of the year. Like, the, yeah, they were all good guys, but like. I guess it was just because of the nature of the Fetty thing happening this year and being tied to the beefy brand. Like, the Beefsters had, like, a banger resumes, but literally all four of the biggers of the year. Sorry, the last one was CS Day. All four of the biggers of the year is just, like, uh, they were a really good guy. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, but I'm kind of the best guy, so... Well, sure, 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 sure. But we'll would, you, do, would you describe yourself as a Rizzler? Do the voters uh, well, agree? 
no one should describe themselves as a Rizzler because that's not how you use that term. But I, I, you know, I've actually been listening to a song in my car that literally uses the term that way. So, well, and, they're wrong. And to be you fair, you probably just any, listen to, like boomer music. Anyway. And to be fair, anyone that would have the Riz would not call would not say that they have the Riz because part of having the Riz is being cool enough to not tell people you have the Riz, right? Well, I feel like saying that kind of like kind of counts you out in terms of being a Rizzler. So, okay, well, there's no such thing as a Rizzler. So, <laughs> being a Rizzler, not the there, Rizzler. There's 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 a there's there's a Riz Rancher. That's a thing, but there's no Rizzler. You just made that up. No, it's a thing. It's not a thing. I can confirm, one hundred percent. It's not look a thing. look. Go listen to Honda by FKA Twigs. She calls. She calls. Oh my god! Oh, no, you're listening to a woman now. Yeah, Jeez what? Christ. Women who have else, zero. Who risk. else? Who else knows? But like, they're the targets. No, of the Riz. They, they know the, it when they see it. The Riz is a magic. They don't understand the magic that's being cast upon them. Facts. Yeah. See, this is why I'm going to be a Rizzler. There's no such thing as a Rizzler. You made that up. You are making that up. Fucking shit. Mm. Anyway, I wanted. I was just looking at the list of those we lost. Holy shit! I forgot a lot of these people died. Bob Saget, mm-hmm. Louis Anderson, Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, I forgot Coolio fucking died. The hell? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that was like a fu- month ago. Yeah, Angela Lansbury. Tennessee's playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good Alabama's playoff run in that one. Oh, well, I could, but uh, we're going to the Sugar Bowl and y'all aren't. So we're going to the Orange Bowl. Well, and you're going to lose Clemson. But anyway, that's neither here nor that's tomorrow's show. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what I that's just my list. That's not what I mean. That's not the the, the done list. Uh, Next Friday night, there will be a week long nomination process. Uh, Anyone can write in there. Oh, I keep hearing the name, but I've never seen him post. Who is Borzoi? Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, Um, You're not going to see him these days because he ran away. Yeah, Borzoi was... um... Well, shit, what was he? Well, I guess he was just a podcast host, right? That was like... Well, he, he, he didn't really so much do podcast. I, he might have been on them sometimes, but I don't think he mainly hosted one. I think his main thing was honestly, like, even dumber. He was, like, doing, like, kind of the Substack thing where his thing was, like, writing blog posts and, like, books. Yeah, that sounds correct. Um, And and then living in a trailer park and living off of his nurse. Yeah. Uh, his, his nerf... Uh, nerf? Nerf? Nurse? Or no. His, his, his nurse... Uh, uh, Wife? Yeah, wife who who rhymes with bike. Trike. Yeah. His oh, his wife. wife Mike. Yeah. yeah, Mike's a good. One. Mike's a good lady. Eh. Speaking of Mike, I mean, you know. But yeah, uh, and he yeah he was like he was a big like uh, user of post to the point that like Graf went out of his way to protect him, which was actually what led to the whole nose posting thing. Right. And then, uh, and then, yeah, eventually they fell out because of, uh, what was the catalyst for that again? It was something like, uh, well, (laughs) again, let's take this back to the blind resume test. The catalyst was again, me, um, because what happened was, was that one guy on a post, or I think it was a girl who was posting that weird, like, um, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. 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 Who turned out to be an okay person. Um, 
Yeah, it's funny because like we we kind of like caused them to leave post, and then they yeah. immediately started posting with us casually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was hilarious of the whole thing. But anyway, uh, that yeah, she was posting like a bunch of sus shit, and I, I mean I'm not gonna go back on that. It was extremely sus. Whether sure, or not, but like so so do a lot of people we like interact fair, with. Like it, it's fair. not an endorsement. Fair. Yeah, it's not an endorsement, but I'm not gonna crusade against them. But anyway, I started that and uh, Graf personally asked them to leave. Said please leave. Uh, they went to Varus, no shock. <laughs> and it was at that point that Sven, one of the National Justice Party people who we've lampooned with the SCJP. See, all this shit is interconnected. All this mm-hmm. shit's interconnected. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sven, who, who was one of the NJP guys, got real butthurt and deleted his post account. And... Right. Wait... D- d- did Bo- or did Borzoi leave first? Mm, let's see. I can. I if I'm sure if I look at Borzoi on the server, I can find. Maybe. Anyway, the point is, Sven got pissed. He left. He. No, no, no. That was it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Sven left, and he badmouthed uh Graf, and then Borzoi kind of also badmouthed him, but in his usual like, Borzoi would make a great politician because he says a lot of words without saying anything. Um. And yeah, yeah, I think Borzoi did leave first, now that I think about it. Um, but there was no falling out when he left. The actual falling out was because of the Sven thing. Uh, and then that's when Graf just swore off all the NJP people, told him to fuck off. Uh, he sent, like, he a bunch of the big posters, NJP posters, went to Mugicha Club. Yeah, that's why they went there, yeah. Which I w- I've said this, I've said it before, and I'll say it again because it's hilarious. The, uh, the posters, uh, a bunch of them, would always like they would always joke because it's like oh you you only have half a dozen stream viewers and like no one you have no engagement on your post I'm like okay and now they're on their fucking little hell site and they get like no engagement there <laughs> not realizing that the only reason they got anything was because they were on like yeah fucking, the big yeah updute, like the update circulation yeah. instance yeah and it's funny because it's like you know we're not concerned with that we don't care uh-huh. so we just do our thing but I, I can't. I don't know how they're handling it to like not, you know. As anyway, that's who Borzoi is. So that was a tangent. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to say on the matter, but uh... yeah. In fact, I think there's enough to say on the matter to warrant its own show. Oh, wow, that's Maybe. a te- that's a teaser for Snake Pit coming back one day. I don't know. A lot of that shit's gonna come back in the new year. Uh, we'll see how shit yeah. shakes out. Yeah. Um, that I mean, that might just be something we have to schedule for another night that you have time. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, you know, eventually I won't be working nights. Like at some point in the future, you know. Yeah. Well, like like not at this job, but you know, eventually I'm gonna eventually I'm gonna move and I'm not gonna work fucking nights forever. So like, yeah. Then then eventually it'll be reasonable to do. That's true. At at, any, at any some point life. you will be working directly for the SCJP, obviously. And as part of your job, uh, right? Well, yeah. as mayor of uh, Seymour, <laughs> yeah, as mayor, a mayor of Seymour, which isn't technically a town yet, but when it is, oh, it will be under the system to right. come, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that was a good show, yeah. As I said, so next Friday, no show. We will be watching Die Hard here in Discord, so whiteboys.win, join the Discord. 
Uh, we'll make an announcement about that and uh, Betty and stuff. Uh, the, so the next actual like stream will be December 31st. Uh, it's going to be our year in review stream like we did um, last year. Which, fun fact, I don't know if y'all remember, last year I had to do the stream from my bedroom because the AC in my office up here was out and it was hot as fuck I, that day. I do remember that. That sucked. But it's going to be cold <laughs> this year. It will be fine. Uh, December 31st, what's your schedule like that for Prude? December 31st, let me see. Because obviously it'd be good for you to be there. I'm looking at the calendar. Hold on, I gotta figure out. Uh... Okay. Well, anyway, I'll go. I'll go on with what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, so that's our that's our year in review. We'll stream it. It's gonna be good. It's a lot of fun. Thirty well, first uh, is a Saturday, so I should be off. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we should be on. And of course, it'll be. Uh, it'll be the same time. Actually, we'll start uh, probably a little bit before eleven, so we can do the East Coast midnight. Um. So like ten forty five or something. Uh, central. We'll do that. Uh, so yeah, it's a great show. We talk about uh, everything that happened in Wideverse during the year. Last year, last year, year's show was really fun. I thought, even though it was scuffed as hell. So, and I have I have fiber for this one. Can y'all believe it? Crazy. I still can't believe sometimes that I got fiber, man. Like it just doesn't seem. Sometimes I just fire up speed test just to be like, you still there? You know, like yeah. <laughs> still work. You still work? Still working? Oh. It's nice. I feel like, uh, yeah, it's still, still kind of surreal. Well, and it's been so nice. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been able to fire up, uh, you got three servers, three game servers running now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Suck has probably been playing the, uh, all the mods pack this entire show. Yeah. Was which has been a lot of fun. Uh, of course, it's the autism factor is high on that server, boys. It is high. Yeah. Uh, some of the lads have been enjoying Vintage Story. I like Vintage Story, but it's it's a little too like rugged for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's not my style of autism. It's not either, but uh, that's fine. They're enjoying it. And then, of course, we got the vanilla Minecraft server. I've been kind of toying around with a Gary's mod server. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. That's kind of more. Uh, Obviously, a lot of this stuff will kind of materialize more in the new year and we'll start talking about shit. But anyway, uh, I think this is a good point. We're, we're creeping up on three hours. This is a good point. So. Sure. Call it a night. You want to say the catchphrase? Uh, you usually say it. I don't. I feel like. Uh, you don't know it, do you? There. No, I know. I know the catchphrase. No, then say, the say it. Say the catchphrase. Say the catchphrase. And I, my my fingers is hovering over the transition button. As soon as you uh, say it, we'll go. Well, I mean, the show ends. See you later, Rizzlers. You want to give it? A, you want to give it a second take? There, <laughs> I can fix it in post. Um, keep it. Keep it. Uh, keep it the phrase, yeah.